Welcome, everybody, to episode 134 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Will. Uh, and I'm I'm Corey. <laughs> uh, Will, Will is actually joining us via Skype uh, this week because we've had really bad weather here again. It, it's, doesn't it feel like it's been like 14 days straight? Yeah. It's just like nonstop. It, it's, it's brutal. If it's not really cold, it's snowing a lot. So uh, I'm, I'm looking to move Dude, any, anytime soon. I hear you. It's bad. Yeah. So uh, if if communication seems a little different, it's because we can't see Will for one, and and and, and similarly we can't see Corey because usually he's on our on our Skype monitor, but we're too cheap to invest in uh, like what, professional plan of Skype or whatever. You have to you have to pay money to have a conference call. So oh, is that and, right? And we're not going to do that. Screw it. No. That'd so. be silly. This would be a good episode for all of us to have several drinks. I have to work in the morning. I'll probably have a few beers. I've had a. I'm kidding because we'll just keep talking over each other. Oh, do you think your joke did not go over? I thought you were being for reals. But anyway, today's episode is going to be on the Banner Saga. We actually this actually worked out. We had a miscommunication, and and some of us prepared for a Bravely Default. <laughs> some of us prepared for Banner Saga, but it turns out I was the only one to play Banner. Some uh, of us didn't prepare Bra- for anything. Bravely Default. I was so, just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Will didn't play either. Corey played one of them. Eric played one of them. So we're going to do, be doing the Banner Saga for this week. Um, teasers, obviously, 4 in February updates. Uh, we'll see see how much progress people are making. Uh, anyone else have anything they want to tease? Uh, yeah, other than the Banner Saga, I played more Ali Ali on Vita. And what the hell else did I play? Will, what did I text you that I played? Uh, I don't know. Damned if I can remember. I don't know, but I'll talk about it later. Okay. Whatever it was. <laughs> so, once we'll you remember. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Will, Will, did you have anything to tease? Uh, quiz up. Okay. Corey? Wow, Will. Will. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the tweet he put out about how satisfied he is when he beats uh, teenage girls on quiz up for what pretty little liars? Oh, I saw Heck it. yeah. Yeah, and then I commented back, Will, why don't you try playing the Banner Saga? I see well, that had no school, effect Eric, on you. I can't play the Banner Saga. Drop out. Just do what me and Dan did. <laughs> How do you All think right. we got to this point? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this miserable point? <laughs> <laughs> right. Anywho. What about you, Corey? Uh, I played the iOS version of Final Fantasy VI, mm-hmm. finally. Hey was finally released yeah i also have been playing a ton of fire emblem awakening as part of my four in february i wasn't on last week to talk about it so i'll get get to have my first four in february report nice i'm excited Uh, to hear your thoughts also got back into the witcher 2 boy that didn't take long to get back into Uh um trying to think oh i i played a ton of uh street pass games on my 3ds and i want to talk about that quite a bit because uh 
I kind of really love that feature. Me too. I just discovered it like two days ago. Good. I'm wondering and, and, how it works because I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Oh, it's great. We'll, we'll get into it later because I, I want to talk about it too. for this exact kind of thing for a long time. Uh-huh. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, well, let's get to Nibble Bits then. Eric, why don't you get started with Nibble Bits? Yeah, will do, Dan. Dive Kick, which is a game that I played on my Vita. It's a decent little fighting game. I don't think I'd pay more, more than 10 bucks, and even that might be a stretch. But if you ever catch it on sale, maybe pick it up. It is coming out for PS3, PS4, Vita, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, they announced it's going to have a few additions to the game. They said at least one new fighter. I would assume there's going to be more than just one new fighter. And some bug fixes. Uh, I don't believe there was a date put out for it, but it is coming out. I get excited when I see anything coming out for PS4. So right, right. That's pretty much the it's, reason that I wanted to mention every, that. Everything at this point is worth an eyeball, at least. Yeah. Oh, I don't think any of us tweeted this either, but um, never mind. It was in our feedback. Somebody put in feedback, so we'll talk okay. about it later. Um, my second one, new PS Vita bundle. Dan, I know you've been thinking about it. Yeah. Borderlands 2 bundle for 200 bucks. Pretty pretty good uh, game to have on the on the Vita, I think. Yeah, could that sway you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I I've been really I probably will get one at some point. It's nice. just a matter of when. Mostly for the for the remote play. Yeah. Yeah, for that's sure. a great thing. And then there's a, there's there's some good games on the Vita too. There are, you know, I think there's more than people realize. There's not definitely not. T- I think the 3DS is a better catalog. Yeah, but, uh, but there's the, some good stuff. The the Vita too has the PS Plus free games that you get. So it does. That's nice. Yeah. And my last one, Final Fantasy fourteen for PS4 is going to be coming out April 14th. Um, they released a new trailer for it, which I watched. The game looks pretty cool. I'm mm-hmm. really excited for it. Yeah. Uh, beta details, the first phase, it's an open beta, is February 22nd to March 3rd, so I'm looking forward to that. Me too. We, we, we can try it and decide for sure if we want to get it. I have been reading nothing but great things about yeah, it. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it. And, Corey, I know you were concerned about this, but everyone plays on the same servers, so you can get it for PC and we can all play together. <gasps> Is that right? That's yeah. awesome. PS3, PS4, and PC all play on the same servers. I'm almost positive. Awesome. Might want to double check that now that I'm so sure. I don't want to play it. That's actually maybe the game I'm most excited for. It's right also now. only 40 bucks on Amazon. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, so. you know what? I was looking at that. Yeah, I knew that because uh, they put a collector's edition out for PS3, uh-huh. and I was going to get the collector's edition for PS4, but there isn't one. Right. Oh, that's yeah. I did notice that too. Yeah, because it looks pretty sweet. It's got like a sweet art book. I thought we could put in here. Yeah. Get a little more video game we karma could, going. We in could here. spruce up the studio. Yeah, I was. I was more. thinking about some different things we could do to improve the podcast, and all I could come up with was decorating the studio. Yeah. Uh, we could get rid of all the Dunkin' Donuts, empty Dunkin' Donuts cups, and Damn. all the booze bottles what too. Are you but saying? that's our decorations. Yeah. For this now. is this is all, this is who we are. <laughs> this is exactly who we are. So yeah, those uh, and phase two of that open beta for Final Fantasy fourteen PS four April fourth to April seventh. And those characters that you make in Phase 2 will carry over into the final game, right. too. So, if, if I'm not mistaken, you can carry your PS3 characters over. Yep, you can tra- you can upgrade from PS3 to PS4 and, and keep your characters. I'm, I don't know about PC or not, mm. but it's only a one-time thing. You can upgrade to from PS3 to PS4. So uh, A lot of people are very excited about that trailer that they released. You can mm-hmm. find it on the PlayStation blog. Meant, Check it out. And to watch that. Yeah, it's good. Good yep. stuff. Okay. That's it for me. All right. Will, why don't you go next? Uh, my first noodle bit 
is Super Smash Brothers Brawl, or not Brawl, my bad. The new one for the Wii U uh, added a new character, uh, Little Mac from Punch Out. Mm-hmm. Anybody excited for that, Corey? I thought that was one, cool. I, think. I like Little Mac. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. He was a an assistant trophy in uh, the last one, so it's good to see that he's a character. I seem to remember us having a conversation about how much we'd like to have Little Mac in Smash Brothers. Really? Yeah, we have. Does anybody else remember that? No. Was that back when we used to drink podcast, a lot? I know we have. <laughs> it could have been forgotten in a drunken conversation. Yeah. Well, that's good. You guys have had many of those. Yes, we have. Um, my next one is there are new characters in the new Mario Kart game. The Kooplings. Uh, Bowser's children, basically, mm-hmm. are going to be playable racers in the new one. Okay. And that's their first time being in a new uh, Mario Kart game because it's usually pretty familiar characters in the old in the Mario Kart game. So pretty familiar game, pretty familiar characters. Word. Stop hating, Eric. That should be right (laughs) around sixty bucks worth, shouldn't it? For the couplings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get it. I know. Day one. All right. (laughs) It's a day one purchase for me too. And. uh, And my very last one are the developers for the indie hit. Starbound have called the authorities because they discovered there were sexual predators using the game to target children. Uh huh. <laughs> My first reaction was he's not an act. They weren't actual sexual predators. They were role playing as sexual predators. Well, of course that's what they I, were. That's what I thought. That, and you know what, Dan? That's one hell of a defense in the courtroom. I, I was just role playing. I feel like you could get a lawyer that could swing that for you. Yeah. I'm probably, not that I could've. think that's right, but I feel like if. You played your cards correctly, you could make that happen. Right. I was just role-playing a pedophile. Uh-huh. What's the issue? Yeah. I just play one on TV. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anything else, Will? No, that's all I had. Well, all hang right. on a minute. Did he get arrested? or? Who cares? Corey's right. Uh, the person the person is being questioned and permanently been banned mm. from the game. Uh-huh. All right. Poor bastard. I just want to play some Starbound. Yeah, uh, spaceship pedophile. <laughs> That's all he wanted to do. How many young? How many children play this game now? Do you think? I don't know. And You'd probably be surprised. I know kids like love Minecraft and stuff like that. Probably so. enough where you shouldn't be a pedophile. Yeah, you know. Well, I don't think you should really be a pedophile anyway. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, Corey. One is enough. <laughs> all right. Anything else, Moving Will? On. That's all I had. That was awkward. Okay, Corey, what do you got? Uh, You're going to have to bear with me because I'm reading these off of Twitter as I go because, like I mentioned before we started, I forgot all my notes. Uh Um, So I will start with South Park, the Stick of Truth has gone gold, which means it's uh, it's finished and it will be out on its scheduled release day of March 6th in North America. Great news. 7th in Australia and 8th in Europe. I think I have those dates right. I could be off by mm-hmm. a day or two. Um, we're under that is a good month. News. Come again? Yeah. I say we're under a month Ooh. for release. Yeah, it's it's sneaking right up. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also confirmed you will not need Uplay, and it's fully integrated with Steam. So those are good things. It's fantastic. Are you guys getting it? I'll be getting it on oh, PC. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No doubt. I'll probably get it through Amazon. Yeah, same here. Okay. Uh, new Pokemon on the way. A leaked scan of a magazine I can't remember the name of at this point indicated, uh, or, or was images of a 
new Pokemon that had something to do with dancing. I think it might have just been Dancy or something like that. Uh, people got all excited. Come to find out, it's going to be one of the main Pokemon in the new movie that's coming out that I also can't remember the name of. This is why I take notes for the details, because uh-huh. I never remember anything. Uh, but apparently, this movie is coming out in July, and around the time of the release of the movie, you will be able to capture Dancy in your Pokemon X and Y. I guess it's already oh. in the game. They just haven't made it catchable. Cool. Sick. That's pretty sick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see the movie. Yeah, it should be awesome. I'll take my uh, like Mario Kart 8 and play in the theater while I'm watching the Pokemon movie. There you go. You know I there's feel... like 18 of them? Yeah, there's Pokemon movies? Yeah. I saw Pokemon I 2000. I feel like I went to the theater to see the first one. Yeah, I saw Pokemon 2000 in the theater, I think. Was I with you? Maybe. It's entirely possible. Yeah, cool, I think guys. there's a shot. All right, listen to Will over there, Mr. <laughs> Quiz Up himself. PL rules. <laughs> Wait till I make my announcement on Quiz Up. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> this is brutal. I, I got to go, dude. <laughs> okay. What else you got, Corey? Will, did you beat Quiz Up? <laughs> I go ahead. I might have. Let the cat out of the bag, Will. Let's hear it. So you're so cool. Do you want me to say it right now? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I'm number one in the world this week for Pretty Little Liars trivia. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'll give you that. I'm not giving you jack shit for that, Will. I'm Thanks, so Brian. glad that you're not sitting next to me tonight for this. I, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote that that counts as a beaten game. No way, because he's you. best at Pretty Little Liars trivia? In the world. In the world. Fuck him. Maybe it was some <laughs> trivia that somebody gave a shit about. Pretty Little Liars. Good show, okay. Well, I want you to be best at office trivia or like NHL trivia, but pretty. Do you really want to discredit your yourself enough where you're going to accept a beaten game for Pretty Little Liars trivia? What does that do to your credibility? Yes, I. I wow. mean, I do want to win the competition. So yeah. <laughs> wow. So it's going on the list then? Add it, Dan. Add Are it. we really sinking that low for this competition, guys? I don't even know if I want to win it anymore. That's bad. All right. That's fine. We could we could we could take it to a confidential vote. No, do what you want. I mean, whatever, guys. I'll I'll add it right now and then we can debate it oh, later. One of the listeners says he can smell your private vagine from right where he's sitting in Idaho, Will, so well, you know, at least I got a good job. Thank you, Tito. Oh, speaking of good jobs, Will, I have an update for you on that off the air. Oh, okay. All right. Awesome. Where, where, where Were we on Corey's nibble bits? Yeah. Yeah, I still got another <laughs> nibble bit to go. Cheapers, cats. Should I do it? Yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Amazon acquired game studio Double Helix, the makers of Killer Instinct, uh, as their most recent... I think they did some other stuff. I'm not really familiar with what. Um, people think it's a part of their rumored Android console that uh, they've been talking about for, or, you know, allegedly has been in the works for a while. Huh. Uh, so we'll see with that. But uh, it's a pretty good studio to get. People really like that Killer Instinct for Xbox. So yeah. they must, uh, I guess the quote from Amazon was something along the lines of, you know, we're getting serious about making games. Good. The more oh, yeah, It's pretty cool. You know, the- I've, 
the more things I Amazon gets, Amazon. Yeah, I was gonna say the more things Amazon gets their fingers in, the better. I think. I agree. At least for now. Okay. Anything else, Corey? I think that's it. Like I said, I I don't have my notes, so I don't remember. But right. yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, my first nibble bit, the Washington Post reported Monday that two influential Microsoft shareholders are pressuring the new CEO, Satya Nadella, to scrap the Surface, Bing, and Xbox divisions of Microsoft and to focus on software targeted targeted at businesses. Uh, I guess Bing itself uh, reported a $1.3 billion loss in 2013. And I guess that was, nice. that was a, a smaller loss than previous years. So. Wow. Doing well then. Uh, yeah, but analysts seem to think that that obviously there there was no chance of of him wanting to scrap the Xbox. So, but there is talk amongst Microsoft shareholders about it. So, wow, wouldn't yeah. that be something? Yeah, if they just bowed out, I don't see that happening. I don't that, either. Wouldn't that just be crazy? Yeah, that would be crazy. Um, I, I think it's part of their like future future business plan with you know media being a media service and stuff. So. Uh, also, during this week's Nintendo Direct, Nintendo announced that they would be releasing Game Boy Advance games for the Wii U Virtual Console starting in April, mentioning specifically Metroid Fusion and Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. So I'm looking forward to There was a Final Fantasy Tactics for Advance, was there not? There sure was. I yeah, love that game. Was. What, which one? What was it called? Because I'll be getting Final that. Final uh, Tactics oh. Advance. Was that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'll be getting that when it, hopefully it comes out. But. That game was so addictive. And, yeah. yeah, and then there's two for the D. Uh, yeah, the DS. So. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, so that was it for my nibble bits. Let's get into our week. So we want to talk about hockey first. Well, whatever you guys want to do. Let's talk about hockey first because I'm pretty sure we all watched it. I watched a lot of it. Yeah, I watched all of it. Corey, did you watch any of it? Nope. What do you think? Of course he did. Well, you didn't though. Come on. Right? No, our cable provider decided to show Russia and Slovenia instead of our own country. <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, uh, well, I'll talk to you off air about about that. I, I I have a way that I watched it that was not through our cable provider. No, you know what? I'm going to talk about it Ooh. because screw them. Yeah, they're uh, not even exactly. our cable provider provider anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll get into that later too. Yeah. No, I downloaded a program called Tunnel Bear, and you can try it for free to make sure it works, Tunnel. but. It, uh, I switched my IP address so that it looked like, or it, it has an on-off switch. So you, once you turn it on, it makes it, it tricks your. I don't know if you like route your IP address through the the program, but it made it look like I was coming from the UK, so I could watch uh, all the BBC coverage of the Olympics, oh. um, which is oh. so much better than NBC's coverage of the Olympics. Of course, it's it is disgusting, except for Doc Emmerich. I did miss Doc Emmerich. The oh, announcers, dude. the announcers were not the quality of Doc, Doc was great. Yeah. Yes. I, I did miss that. That is the one thing. He was in um, mid-Olympic form. Okay. That's what I like yeah. to hear. Um, but, yeah, that that's how I've been watching all the Olympics because NBC just – I only have the, the main NBC, and it's just awful. Unbearable. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I've been watching on the BBC. I know, I know you guys don't, but uh, they do on their website. They do live extra. Uh-huh. And basically, any event that's going on, they broadcast on, on the Internet. Yeah, but uh, you, but you ha- have to, you know, you have to have, yeah, you have to have cable. Yeah, which so I don't. does not help us. Watch. Yeah. Well, I happened, I'll but tell it was you good how, for me. Uh-huh. I'll tell you how I watched it. I uh, have been teaching classes at, at work for a new thing we have coming out, and 
Um, I got there early this morning to set stuff up at 7.30 when the game started. So while I was doing setup, I turned the game on. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to have a class at 8, but the people that were coming canceled. So I just watched the hockey game until my next class at 10. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Coffee and hockey. Yeah. Pay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, uh, beginning of the game, uh, you know, I think they were a little nervous and, and were kind of getting a feel for each other. Uh, Carlson had that nice goal in the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, really nice. That's actually my favorite type of goal for a defenseman to score, skating in the slot and winding up and firing it. You know, so I was playing on NHL. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I lo- I love those. Um, and then when Slovakia came out in the second period right away and scored a goal, I was like, oh, here this we is go. Going to be bad. <laughs> um, well, you wanted him to put Miller in at that point. <laughs> I wasn't sure about Quick, and I think at first he was a, he was a little shaky, but. He he got better as the game progressed, like like the rest of the team. Obviously, uh, the second period, uh, the United States exploded and scored six goals. So tied a record, I think. Oh, really? Most yeah. goals in a period? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they exploded. Uh, and then in the third period, they kind of just played defense. They stopped forechecking and and uh, you know they would still attack a little bit, but not like they were in the second period. Uh, but overall, I was pretty pleased with their performance. I thought they looked really good. Yeah. A lot of chemistry, good chemistry with like Kessel and and Van Riemsdyk. Obviously, they're on the same team, but mm-hmm. I think all of our other players kind of mesh pretty well. So, well, Barry Barry Melrose during his uh, evaluation of the game said that it looked like Slovakia was trying to play a very defensive game and oh. win it one nothing, oh. and they failed in every aspect of yeah. it. Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, said they never got the puck because they were just chasing chasing us around the whole game because we were yeah. just dominating and and we and we did a great job of cycling and stuff oh, too yeah. once once we got the puck deep the puck um, movement was great and they yeah. just looked faster yeah. more athletic just everything that's why the players were picked that were picked yeah. was for that very reason so they could skate you know and they did yeah they skated circles around them i hate yeah. to i'm sorry i love to see that big goon chara right. lose whenever possible right right so what did you think Corey? About the game? Yeah, what was your analysis? Uh, I w- yeah, I was watching on the couch this morning. I Kate went into work a little bit late, so I could finish watching it. But uh, I-, I was impressed. I mean, I know Slovakia is not a great team. But they're, they're a good team, They're though. a decent team. Yeah. So it's it's good to see us, you know, have that, that spread. Um, they came in fourth last Olympics. Yeah. They've, yeah. Won, they've won gold before and, and, and some players. of the some national t- or, uh, international titles. Sure. I mean, yeah, they're 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 like I said, they're a decent team. Yeah. Um, it, it's not like playing a Sweden or a Canada or a Russia, though. Right. Uh, so yeah, it was it was good to see that goal differential, and like you guys said, I thought uh, we skated really well, and and it's unfortunate. Well, I guess it's not really that unfortunate because, like you said, they did seem to lay off in the third. But the way they do the tiebreakers in in the Olympics, where you know you kind of feel like you have to run up the score, right? Uh, just so you can have the better goal differential if you're hide with another team to get the better seed yeah well maybe they were looking is. at russia struggling against slovenia, slovenia and they yeah. were like oh we don't really need to pour it on right i yeah. mean if you look at it we played you know russia played a, a pretty bad slovenia team yeah the only team the only player they have really is uh andre kopitar right. is he even playing for them or is he is he hurt i think he played. No, he's playing okay he's playing. and then canada played a, a shitty norway team <laughs> Yeah. They came in tenth last <laughs> Olympics. A shitty Norway team. Yep. And Norway didn't look too bad. There was only three players on that team that I recognized. Yeah. Uh, the, Norway's goaltender was really good though. Yeah. 
So, um, but I mean, if you look at it, we of those three teams—Canada, U.S., and Russia—we played the best team. Oh yeah, we kicked the shit out of them. Yeah, made them look bad. Yeah, I would say Slovakia is the best out of all those because the only player they didn't have was Gabarik. Right. Which you know, one player obviously he's he's a skater, a good skater and mm-hmm. goal scorer, but he's not going to make that big of a difference. No. I was impressed though by Thomas Tatar, who plays for yeah, the Red he Wings. Was all over the place. He was everywhere uh, and fast. Yeah. I, want, I want him in a Predators uniform. But he's Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah, he plays for the Red Wings. They so, hate to see that, right? Um, but yeah, I'm excited. We play uh, Russia on Saturday morning, and then Slovenia Sunday morning. So I work again Saturday morning. Okay, but I'll go in at seven thirty again. Uh-huh. Turn it on. Hopefully, class gets canceled again. Oh, there you go. Um, I have Sunday off. So nice. We should mop the floor with Slovenia. Hopefully, yeah, you'd think. You would. I want to beat Russia really bad. Oh, of course. Now, how does this work to advance to the next round? Is it... I, I'm not sure. Is it like in like the World Cup where the top two teams from each group advance? Or... Uh, Somebody well, asked me th- today, and I was y- like, that's a good question. There's three groups, so that would oh, mean six okay. teams advance. So that's probably I think right. the, the top seed gets a bye. That makes sense. And then the... There's like a, a quarterfinal or something for the the yeah. others. Yeah. Okay. I think that is how it works. But yeah, I, I guess I didn't know that either. Okay. Yeah. So that's hockey. Good stuff. Yeah, I was I was pleased with our team. Like I said, when when Slovakia came out in the right 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 at the beginning of the second period, I was like, oh crap. Yeah, I don't remember who they were interviewing after the game, but uh, he said. You know, that Slovakia goal may have given them a little kick in the rear end. Yeah, to... yeah, that's what the BBC announcers are saying. They 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 woke up the slumbering giant. Yeah, turned, so. flipped the old switch. Because as, as it, it was like maybe a minute later or two minutes when, when we scored. I think it was it. a minute. Yeah, it wasn't very long where we were scored and then just kept And it was about every other minute. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which was great. Yeah. So. You know what You know what good team also did good, though? What's that? Sweden. Yeah, Sweden. I thought Sweden and Finland both both played pretty well. We're gonna have to yeah. watch out for them. Who did Sweden play? Uh, shit. I can look. It was oh, Czechoslovakia. The Czechs. Oh, oh, that's right. There was no favorite in that game either. So that was a good that was a good win for for Sweden. No favorite. Czech... Huh? No favorite? No, I don't think so. Oh, weird. I, I mean, I would have picked Sweden. But... Right, I would have too. But I, 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 I guess it was you know. If you're a betting type, it was no oh, okay. no no spread Even or whatever. Yeah. So well, they got yeah, Lundqvist, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lundqvist, yeah. And Roth's his backup. Yeah. Every everybody on Team Sweden except for one guy is an NHLer. Yeah. Hank Talinder's on the D line. He's yeah. a little slow for. Oh, he's bad. Ice. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Malkin and Crosby. I mean, into this Malkin and Crosby. The whole Penguins team made him look awful when I went to that game. Yeah. He looked so bad. But whatever. Yeah, what can you do? Okay. Any other thoughts on hockey? I uh, should mention women's. Yeah. Did you guys watch the Canada USA women's game? I no. did. It was it's a pretty good game. What'd you What'd you think of that goal, Dan? Uh, where the whistle clearly blew. <laughs> I was shocked by that. Uh, Is it th- that him? I don't know. I don't know how. Like international rules may be different, but you know the they blew the whistle and then the, like it was really close. Went. Uh, then the puck went in, um, and, but they reviewed it, 
and called it a goal. Like, really? I, and I know in the NHL, if the whistle blows and the goal's not across the, the puck's not across the line, it's no goal. So I don't know hmm. what happened. And even there. Dan, even if it is, um, it's intent to blow the whistle in the NHL. So right. the ref could have said, you know, I intended to blow it before yeah. it went in. Yeah. And even so, how how could you spin that? To make it some kind of international rule where if the puck isn't no in the idea. goal, right. it still counts. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was pretty clear. Um, huh. Yeah, no, it's that's frustrating. But it is what it is. Yeah, hopefully they they bounce back and can still uh, still be it'll probably beat Canada or have to play yeah. Canada for for gold. Oh yeah, definitely. Hopefully, they I think that was a confidence cheating. booster for Team USA though. They, they oh yeah, did really well. I was impressed. They'll have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that was a good game. Are they playing tomorrow? Do you know? Good question. I don't know. Okay. Because I'll have to watch if they are. All right. Uh, moving on. Corey, how was your week? It was good. Uh, I wasn't on last week. Uh, I was able to get a little vacation time in, which was really nice. Uh, did a whole lot of lounging and eating and playing 3DS, mm-hmm. which which is the exact kind of vacation I want to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been loving my 3DS. Been playing a ton of Fire Emblem as part of my four in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm about, I think I have 30 hours on it already. Nice. And I'm only in chapter 19. Oh, okay, you got a few to go. The the problem is, I guess I'll talk about it and what I played. But the problem is, is I'm only going to play this game once, and uh-huh. I don't want to miss things. Oh. Uh, so I'm kind of doing all the paralogs and all that stuff. Yeah, you're supposed to. Um, I always do those too. Yeah, but I guess like the how long to beat on the game is only only thirty hours, I think. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm still I think there's thirty chapters. Yeah. Oh wow. So I still have ten more chapters to go, and I'm already at the. You, you the taking main the completionist the route in that one? It not necessarily completionist, but it took me a, a little over forty. I think it was forty-two hours that I, think, I beat it. That's probably the track I'm on. Um, I think my second playthrough will probably be longer because I'm doing more like grinding. So yeah. I'll talk about it more in what I played. Um, okay. Also, I saw the new Hunger Games movie. It's awful. Huh. I don't know if anybody's into that. Nah. I was just so turned off by it. Okay. So if anybody's wondering, uh, I wouldn't bother. And I wanted to talk about Space Dandy again. I know none of you guys have watched it, but it's such a good show, and I want somebody to watch it, so I have somebody to talk to about it. I there was one it. where they got... They got in trouble with some zombies, and it was such a good TV show. And they do things in that sh- show that no other show does, and it's really intriguing. Okay. Any else, Corey? Nah. All right. Will, what do you got? Uh, nothing, really. Just school. Okay. Dan, he's right in the middle of a good quiz up about Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> nice. Um, I am playing right now. I know. I know you are. <laughs> if you... If you could stop talking. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Eric, what do you got? Uh, the only thing that I wanted to mention for my week was the absolute ass-kicking the Arsenal took from Liverpool this past weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think it was it was 4 four nothing within the first 20 minutes, I think, which is obviously in, in soccer pretty awful. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I had it playing in the background on my computer, just listening to the commentary, and it was so bad. It could have easily been 8-1 at oh, the really? end of that game. Oh, yeah. They were so bad. Huh. Um, then they tied Manchester United. So they're in second right now in the league. I think they're back three points, two or three points How did Van from Chelsea. Play? Uh, he almost scored a goal. He had a great save on him, saved the game. 
It would have been awful if nice. they lost one nothing twice to them in the same season, both on Van Persie goals. That would have been so bad. Him, right? Oh, he's a piece of shit. Real piece <laughs> of shit. I always okay, used to so root I... for um, where's the Netherlands? Oh, I yeah. always would root for them in the World Cup because I I just liked other players. But yeah. he he's from there. I will never root uh, for him again ever, okay. even after he retires. Um. Yeah, but they play Liverpool again this weekend in one of the uh, the cups over there, the FA Cup. So hopefully they can redeem themselves. I think it's one. Of, it was one of those situations where you know in the NFL you just catch a team at the wrong time. Yeah, Liverpool's playing really, really well. Okay, and they have a lot of offensive firepower. Uh-huh. Um, our, and Arsenal's not playing very well. It's just one of those times you didn't want to meet them. Yep. So hopefully it goes a little better this time. But I don't know. I'm not too encouraged. All right. But I think that was it for my week, Dan. Okay. Cool. I'll call it my notes. Uh, my week. Uh, oh, the dieting. I'm down to two four exactly. I wanted to be just under two forty, um, but I'm right at two forty. So I think I don't even. Is that like three pounds from last week? I I lose two to three pounds every week. So uh, still going strong on the diet. Tomorrow's gonna be a cheat day because Valentine's Day. We're having pancakes for breakfast and having <laughs> like left leftover crappy food from the Super Bowl that I froze. Uh, for lunch, and then I'm making my specialty penne and arabiata uh, for supper, so that's going to be my nice. food for tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been really busy, too, working on my kitchen floor. Uh, it's just about done. I should have it all finished up by tomorrow, but um, I'm putting down all the wood laminate. It's probably about three-quarters done, so it'll be nice to get that done because my house is a disaster. There's stuff everywhere because we can't get into the kitchen, so... But that's all I had going on. Corey. Yeah. Any special Valentine's plans for tomorrow? Uh, going to dinner. Yeah. Same here. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and be back with our main segment on the Banner Saga right after this. back everybody episode 134 of the thumbstick athletes podcast uh we are now in our main segment which is going to be about the banner saga so uh eric i know you spent quite a bit of time playing the banner saga what do you what do you feel yeah. what if, what are you feeling about it so far well i put i put uh, seven hours on it uh-huh. i think it's about a 13 hour game if i remember on okay. how long to beat um yeah so the last two days i've put seven hours on it i really like it a lot uh-huh. uh it's really good the art style, obviously, is the first thing that's going to catch you. Yeah. I really enjoy the 
while your caravan is traveling, the way that it just kind of moves across the map, and you see as your caravan of followers gets bigger, you can see that trail of people behind you, and you're moving along the the really cool backdrops. Uh, so yeah, the art style is is one of the first things that you're, you're going to notice. Um, I like the character development. It's not you know as strong as a game like Last of Us or anything like that, but it's not that level of game. Right. Triple right. A. Yeah, it's the yeah, um but style. the the character development's really cool. I like how there's two sets of uh characters that you're you're in control of. Mm-hmm. It kinda tells two separate stories at once. Um I'm assuming they're gonna intertwine at one point or another. Um but I really like it. Like for instance one of the one of the sets of characters, the the head of the, the group is called Rook. And his daughter, I can't remember her name. It's like Alat or something like that. She's she's an archer. It's Alat. Is it Alat? Yeah. They're both archers, actually. But I, I like the development that's going on between them. And uh, she kind of wants him to run their, their caravan one way. And I've made some decisions that she didn't find to be as savory as I thought they were. Uh-huh. Um, but I really like that. I like how it's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure tale. You know what I mean? I've read that about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I really <laughs> like that about it. You can ha- there will be like four or five choices, and you you pick which one you want. Um, always enjoy a game like that. You right. know what I mean? You can kind of put your own personality onto those characters. Yeah. Um, or you can just role play as that character. Um, okay. Because Rook is kind of uh, he doesn't necessarily want to be a leader, so you could role play that way. Oh, thr- you know what I thrust mean? into the leadership kinda, role. Yeah, kind of unsure of himself. Okay. You know what I mean? Asks for other people's opinion before he's just like, "This is what I want you to do." Okay. Um, so that that's really cool. Um, I also like the relationship differences between the Varl and the human characters. Yeah. Uh, the Varl are like these big, kind of Viking-looking guys. They're like giants, and they have two horns sticking out the front of their heads, and they all seem to have long hair and beards and just monstrous guys mm-hmm. who deal a lot of damage nice um they're they're your main damage dealers in battle um but yeah the, the relationship between the humans and the varls is cool they kind of have their own rivalry i guess you could say um i'm at a point right now where it's like a cooperative rivalry rivalry though kind of right well some of them accept it's the like humans dwarves and elves oh, yeah okay right 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 well i i was reminded of of lord of the rings kind of with this whole thing because i think what's going to happen and i don't know this so i don't see it as a spoiler is um it's just going to be a thing where they are going to have to come together the humans and the Varl are going to have to come together to defeat the dredge uh-huh. um who who you run into quite a bit in the uh in the main story but uh yeah i just came across the Varl. i can't remember his name but he wasn't thrilled about the humans being you know being along for the ride with the other varl to come to this varl only city uh-huh. um but for reasons that i will not give away okay they're able to go so when, when you start the game you're you're given a character as opposed to like making your own character yes. okay yeah, yeah. the characters that... are already put into the story you don't create one okay yeah um where was i going with that uh what's what's the reason behind the caravan like what's what what's the the purpose of it i guess um they're they're leaving their cities because the dredge is it's that's the bad guys yeah. i don't understand actually the dredge are kind of weird looking are they like they're like robotic machines right Corey? yeah which when i saw that for the first time i was like what the fuck is this like i was all excited because it's like medieval Viking-looking characters with horns. I was like, "Wait, where do these robots come from?" Yeah, 
I'm not into the sci-fi. Well, Dredge, um, they're in a few different things. They're Are in, they? uh, yeah, there's Dredge in Guild Wars too. Okay. I don't know if it's a thing in like fantasy. They're robotic. Yeah. Uh, in Guild Wars, they were like mole people that that had like uh, like robotic implants and okay. stuff. Yeah, so so anyway, the caravans are tra- they're traveling to different cities to get away from the dredge and to see what's going on, and you know, yeah, they're just exploring to see what's going on basically and to yeah. escape the dredge attacks. And along your travels, you're going to have situations where it'll ask you if you want to go help certain people. Do you want to leave it alone and continue on with your mission? Um, you're going to come across these things called godstones that you can stop at, where people are like praising the gods. Um, and it'll ask if you want to stop there and examine it. Do you want to talk to the people and see what they want to do? Do you want to have them join you? And you have all of these cool um, choices to make throughout throughout your travel. And I just think that's really cool. And the map is awesome. I think you'd really like the map. Okay. It reminds me of Lord of the Rings. And all of the areas that are on the map, you can click on. And it'll tell you a little backstory about the area. And, you know, I, help, I like help you, Yeah, help you build a little backstory for the game. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it. I haven't gotten a chance to play it. No, yet, and I I'm, appreciate I'm you getting it, it for me for my birthday because I really like it a lot. Uh-huh. I've been enjoying it thoroughly. Okay. Um, let's see what else do I really like. Uh, how, how do the classes work in the game? Because I, I know there, I know there's classes. Are you do you pick the classes of your characters, or are they already a class? Those characters are already all the characters are built into the game. You don't right. pick their class. Um, the thing you can pick is when you meet new characters that join you. I guess they would be considered like the secondary main characters. Those are the ones that you can put your team together when you're in fights. Okay. You can pick a team of six. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's what I was going to ask you. When you're preparing for like a battle where you uh-huh. go into the into the, the turn-based strategy thing, mm-hmm. like you just get to pick the characters that you want for that battle. Right. Like, like, like in Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. You don't know what you're going up against. Right. Um, so you kind of – you want to have a balanced team. Right. Probably, unless you're really good at it. Okay. I'm not – necessarily good at it. i've only died once but it, i've come really close a couple times uh-huh. um but yeah you build your team of six and your characters can level up based on renown so every time you get a kill with a character that character gains one well that not necessarily that ki- yeah that character does gain one renowned mm-hmm. and when they get a certain number of renowned then they can be promoted to the next level okay okay and that the overall renowned score that you gain for each kill is how you purchase that upgrade for them. Okay. Because you can purchase upgrades, you can purchase supplies for your caravan, and you can also purchase, um, like, jewelry for your characters to wear that have special effects on them, like willpower is uh-huh. one of the uh, the points that you use during battle. It's like an added attack almost. So if your character does four damage, if you use a willpower point, he'll do five damage. Okay. Okay. So yeah, there's there's different things that you can purchase with your renown, and you kind of have to balance that, and it can get tricky because you obviously are going to want to upgrade your characters. Uh-huh. You know that that's one of the fun parts about an RPG is absolutely upgrading your abilities and deciding what you want to put your points into. So each time you level up, you get two points to put into your skills, um, defense, your special ability. Each character has one special ability: defense, strength, um, willpower points, defense break. And there's another one that I can't remember what it is. Uh-huh. But it controls the amount of willpower points that you can use on one turn. Okay. So when you start out at level one, you can only use one willpower point until you upgrade that. 
So instead of being able to use that one willpower point that get, lets me do five damage, now I can add another one so I can do six damage. Nice. Okay. So it's 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 a neat game. Um, and yeah, when you're building your team, I found Rook, for instance, as an archer, does a lot of damage once you get the defenses down. Uh-huh. The thing about this game during during combat is that you have to break defenses on these guys. You can't just attack their strength, otherwise you're not going to fare very well. Right. Um but it's a bitch because you gotta balance how you want to attack strength and defense. Right. Because you gotta lower both of them because the amount of strength that they have equals the amount of damage, damage. they can do compared to your defense. Mm-hmm. But it's a real bitch and there's a lot of strategy involved and I really enjoy. I'm really into the turn-based strategy games. Yeah. Every time I play one, I just love it. Yeah. They're so much fun. You fire emblem. You, oh no, I'm gonna get fire. Actually. Yeah. I've talked about this a ton of times, but I have this coupon for GameStop that right. I have to use by the 25th, and I have been calling and calling to see if they had Bravely Default, and everybody sold out of it. Huh. So I just said, fuck it, and downloaded it onto my 3DS. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is buy Fire Emblem. There you go. So Yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy Fire Emblem. Yeah, no, I'm excited about it. But uh, So so for for the classes, like I see, because I wrote down all, what, what all of them were. There, oh, good, there, I was there's just like, going to look. There's a, their primary class and then subclasses. Are subclasses like advanced classes? Because I'm, oh, I'm getting like, uh, I've got I've gotten there. Spearman. Shield banger, uh-huh. uh, strong arm provoker, shield master under uh, shield banger. I don't think I've gotten that far, Corey. Uh, well, the way the classes work is is there is a class, right? Um, but in addition to a character's classes, they also have uh, a certain ability that's not necessarily dependent on their class. Okay, is that the so special ability the, the they come with? Comes from. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got spear. There, there are there are shield bearers. Um, that are you know they they have the shield bears makeup i guess but they also have a different they could have a different special ability okay i see so so that would be what like a subclass i guess right yeah okay uh it's also not even really a subclass it's just like this one character can do this one thing okay and and some of their some of them have a, the same ability as another one but not necessarily because they're the same class okay uh there's the Does that make sense yeah definitely a landsman uh raider Archer and Warrior, sound right? Yeah. Um, and yeah. and then, like I said, uh, the the other ones for Landsman are Hunter and Warden for Raider, Thrasher, Backbiter, Raidmaster for Archer, Siege Archer, Sky Archer, Eagle Eye for Warrior, Warhawk, Warleader, Warmaster. I want to see what class. Maybe Corey knows off the top of his head. No, okay, Thrasher. I really like the Thrasher class. It's uh-huh. a pain in the ass to to fight against. And you get two characters. They're twin brothers, Mogan and Hogan. Uh, also, the names in this game are great. Yeah, the 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 kind of Nordic, Scandinavian yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. type of names. Um, but yeah, Mogan and Hogan are thrashers, and they have a really cool special ability. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but what it does is it it deals four hits in in a turn, and it's at random. It'll hit either their defense or their strength, and it's just really such a helpful skill. Because when you can damage their defense and their strength at the same time, it helps because you don't have to make that decision of which one is best for you. Right. You just do both of them. Even though it's random, you're, you're going to get at least one out of both sides. You know what I mean? Right. So that's a really cool uh, ability. I wish I could remember what it's called. But that's my favorite one so far is the Thrasher. Uh-huh. And I wish you could, could make your own classes because I'd make more of those guys. Oh, uh, okay. Because right now... In the the caravan I have with him, 
with those two guys, the characters I have already leveled up before I met them are just good enough where I don't want to sit them in battles and try to level up another guy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have Hogan is my one thrasher that I have that, that I keep on there, and I have leveled up a little bit. But the other guys, I just can't can't find it in myself to bring them off the battlefield. Yeah. Uh, that's how that's how you get maybe like on another playthrough later on you'll yeah. try to balance it out a little bit more but yeah. you want to have your your best team available right you know? and i i like this because you do get you get into the characters you know mm-hmm. i really like that a lot i like playing as rook with his daughter with him and and balancing that out and then you have uh a widow with you and she wants to train other women to fight and they kind of like argue about whether women should be fighting in this war and mm-hmm. there's just stuff like that and i think it's really cool okay um let me see i think i had something else about the fighting in here that i really enjoyed put minutes any input Corey? no eric's doing a, a swell job All right. oh um i think one of the other really cool things is when you go into a battle against a dredge um if you're fighting a really big number of them they call it a war and it will tell you how many dredge you're going up against as compared to how many varl and regular fighters you have. Right. Because it splits it up. Your caravan is made up of varl and human fighters. And then just maybe regular people. I can't remember. Um, so, yeah, it'll yeah, tell you. Varl, varl fighters and, like, civilians. Civilians, or Klansmen yeah. is what they're called. Klansmen, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what your, your caravan is made up of. And it'll tell you there's 763 dredge you have... 635 Varl and 150 fighters. And then it will say, you can see the enemy's eyes and they have fear in them or something like that, so you know you have a decent shot. Right. And from there, you can decide whether you want to rush to battle, set up formations, hold your line, um, fall back, or just retreat. Okay. Uh And it's really cool because it kind of decides how many people you lose in the battle. And, you know, it's hard to... Because you're not sure if you want to rush right in. Right. You're not sure if you should fall back. You should just retreat. I haven't retreated from any of them yet. Right now, I've been mostly picking my formation. Um, That's kind of the second level back from just rushing in. And I really like that you can pick your formation when you're starting out because it's nice to be able to... Say, for instance, one one of the big dredge attackers. I can't remember what they're called exactly. But there's some big, huge dredge guys that carry these monstrous shields and they do massive uh defense damage so they'll just drop your shields really quickly Mm -hmm. so those are the ones that i usually target first so if i'm setting up my formation i'll put my two really good varl out there moger and hawken (laughs) nice um but those are the two dudes that i'll put right out there next to the the big dredge guys and just go right at them and, you know, you're obviously going to have your archer sit back. I've got another another guy who, he's not a mage, but he can replenish willpower points. But sometimes I need him to fight, too, so I kind of have to decide, do I want him sitting in the middle of the battlefield? I usually put him right in the middle, so I have him there if I need him to rush in to fight. Uh-huh. But he's also far enough back where he's not going to get attacked at this point, so I can just keep replenishing willpower points. Nice. Because you got to keep those stocked up on your big headers. Yeah. That's how you're going to do more damage. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, but I think for the most part, th- those are the things I really enjoy about it. Dislikes or anything they could improve on, maybe, for the next game? I haven't really thought of anything that was really annoying to me. I, I guess maybe, 
a little more renowned giveaways because I, I do like how you kind of have to balance if you're going to spend your renown on supplies because you do have a limited number of supplies. Right. And you're traveling by day. That's how it tracks your travels by day. And right now, like, one of my groups, I have plenty of supplies. I have, like, 60 days worth or something. My other one, I only have, like, 13 days of supplies. I'm starting to get a little nervous Uh because I don't always know when I'm going to find a village that has a market. And when I get to the market, I don't know if I have enough renown to buy anything. Right. Okay? So that can be a bit of a pain in the ass. And that's also, like I said, how you level up your characters. Right. So you have to determine, do I want to save this to get supplies or do I want to level up my characters so I can keep winning fights? Huh. Um, so I wish you got a little bit more renown, but I do understand they're making you think, right. which I also appreciate. Resource scarcity. Right, right. You can set up camp whenever you want because you also have uh, caravan, caravan morale that you have to watch, and it affects your, your performance in battle and things like that. It affects what your characters say to you and how they act. Um, you can improve that by doing well in battle, by resting. If you want to set up a camp, you see your morale is getting low, you can set up a camp and rest. But each time you click rest, it uses a day of supplies. Uh, so that's another balance you have to make there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it makes you think. I like the turn-based strategy quite a bit. The art style is great. I love the Nordic themes. Music's good, I've heard. Music's really good. I, I, I don't play it with headphones. I should. But by the time I think about it, I've already sat down. Right. And you know I'm not getting back up. <laughs> right. I yeah. got shitty speakers on this laptop. Yeah. I'm sure it's good, though. I mean, everything else is really good. I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I plan on beating it. I'll probably end up playing it all day Sunday till I beat it. Like I said, I probably got six more hours. Mm-hmm. Just do that, and then I'm probably going to jump into Bravely Default after that for next week. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I really like it a lot. Two good. thumbs up for me. All right. Yeah. I can't wait to play it. Yeah, good excited. stuff. All right. Corey, anything to add? Uh, I guess... I don't know. Um, having played Fire Emblem, uh, there are a lot of similarities okay. between the two games. And if you guys remember my complaint about the Banner Saga was that it's one of the few games that I feel like would benefit from the time and attention to detail a AAA studio could give it. Oh, yeah. I completely agree, Corey. Uh, granted, uh, I do like, you know, I said it's a good, like, prototype for a game. I think they do a lot of things awesome, uh-huh. and it is just a small team that made the game. Uh, and all the things Eric mentioned, you know, I agree with. Uh, great art style, great music, um, and, and all the gameplay stuff is all is all very good, but at this point, it just seems kind of surface. Uh-huh. And I think they could, everything could be so much deeper. And having played Fire Emblem after the Banner Saga, I can, you know, I'm glad I played Fire Emblem after I played the Banner Saga because I don't think I would have liked the Banner Saga nearly, nearly as much. Oh, really? Uh, just because Fire Emblem does have those deep yeah. um, features. And, and, and granted, it's, it's a little bit different of a game, um, but as a whole, you know, I, I prefer the, the Fire Emblem experience just because it is a, a deeper, okay. deeper experience. I, I haven't played Fire Emblem, but I can almost guarantee you I'm going to agree with Corey about that. Fire Emblem is pretty good. Well, it's not just that. I, I see what he's saying about the Banner Saga. Like, it's not super deep. There's a lot of choices and stuff, but yeah. like I said, you can't... There's not a ton of customization. There's enough. Right. But this isn't... Like he said, it's not a AAA game. Yeah. If it was, I think it'd be, it could be fantastic. Right. If it was a AAA game and had all that kind of funding and thought put into it, I think I could have 
put it in my game of the year front runners so uh-huh. far, which I mean hasn't been a shit ton, obviously, but <laughs> right. You know, I I I like it that much. I think if it had that kind of tender love and care. What do you think about like voice acting, voiceovers and stuff? Do you think that would add another, yeah. another you know, more more you know, so you get Absolutely. more into the characters? Absolutely, it would. Yeah, yeah. The definitely. only problem with voiceovers, and and again, I'm going to go back to Fire Emblem on this because they don't do voiceovers oh. for everything for a very good reason. Yeah. Uh, and that reason is so many different things can happen in terms of who's alive, who's having a yeah. relationship with who. That's a good point. Uh, True. All that stuff that, you know, it could be done, I guess, but it'd be a very expensive and uh, probably time, take up a lot of time, time and, and, and space on your hard drive, you know, with all those lines of dialogue in there. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Fire Emblem does do a nice job of, of that, well, you, which you, I mean, yeah, you because, can explain it. when. Sure. I mean, I'll just explain it now because... Okay. Uh, Banner Saga has some of this too. You know, the choices that you make influences who is in your party, uh-huh. and you can you can develop relationships with with other uh, certain characters. But what they do in Fire Emblem is really smart because they have their cutscenes. You know that certain characters are guaranteed to be in, and for those they'll have a little bit of voiceover. Um, but because your party can change literally every battle, um, people can die. You could you could recruit new people. Um, Every character has a certain set of like reactions, and you know every character has a yeah, hey, yeah, uh, you know like all those kind of f- weird reactions. So there is a little bit of voice acting for everything that's said. It fits in. Don't it, have to. It's it's like a uh, recorded emotion almost that that fits in with whatever dialogue the character is, is speaking. Right. Right. Yep. Well, part of and the reason really, I like really voice acting is because I'm lazy and I don't want to read. <laughs> Right, I understand sure. that. But that would take away from the choose-your-own-adventure part a little bit. Right, right, right. Yeah, because that's, you know, reading. Yeah, it is reading. But this is one of those games that I played, and I didn't... The first time I played it, I played for five hours, and I was like... I feel like I've been playing for 20 minutes. Yeah. It was just one of those games for me. Yeah. And I love that. That's what I like so, about games, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Any, any other thoughts on the Banner Saga? Not for me. Okay, Corey, anything? No, I'll probably reference it again when I talk more about Fire Emblem okay. uh, during what we played. But I think Sounds we good. Did a, Eric did a pretty good job of putting it all together. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 134 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played this week. Uh, Corey, you weren't on last week. Give us an update on your 4 in February. How are you doing? 
Uh, I'm doing all right. I still haven't beaten anything. Uh-huh. I think I talked about how much I played Fire Emblem already. Yeah. Um. I played a little bit of The Witcher Two. Uh-huh. Is that on game. your Is that on your list? Yeah, I picked that for him. It's, uh, I was a little little wary at first because uh, I started playing with a controller, and before I played with a keyboard, uh, and I just skipped the tutorial this time around, thinking I had everything down. But it's <laughs> a lot lot to remember control wise. Yeah. But uh, man, that's such a good game. And Will, uh, it sucks you don't like the first Witcher. I haven't said that. Yeah, you did. Mm-mm. I haven't played it. I've not had a lot of time to play it. I thought you said last week you didn't care for it. You no, couldn't I'd... figure it out or something. No, I had a control issues because I didn't know how to play it with the mouse and keyboard. Oh, I thought you were saying how it was going to be hard for you to get through it. No, I want to play it. It's a game that I really have wanted to play. Oh. I think he said that his 4 in February overall was going to be hard for him to get through. Yeah. Yeah, I'm running out of time. Still haven't started. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The month's almost halfway <laughs> over. And yeah, I halfway, got it. Don't halfway worry. tomorrow. I have nothing beat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I want to hear your thoughts on Fire Emblem. I've, I'm, I'm so excited. I've got, like I said, I'm in like chapter 20, uh-huh. uh, almost chapter 20. I have one more chapter to beat before I get uh, two thir- officially two-thirds of the way through. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't know if it breaks. I think at like the 10th chapter, it sort of breaks. Uh, there's a break in the story, and a new thing kind of starts up. I don't know if that yeah. happens again. I I, at first, I really, really liked it a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, we just finished talking about the Banner Saga, and it's the same kind of thing, you know, tactical RPG and all that. And I had played one of the Fire Emblems a long time ago. I don't remember which one. There might have been one on Game Boy or something. Uh, or maybe it was Super Nintendo. I can't remember, but I played it just briefly. Uh, so I kind of knew what it was all about. Uh, I loved it at first because it was easy. But mm-hmm. now it's real hard. Uh-huh. And I'm playing on classic mode. Yeah. So if a character dies, you lose them. Yep. Permanently? Yeah. And you get so attached to some of the characters and the relationships that you've worked to build between them and other characters, and when you lose them, you're like, ah, shit. Devastating. like a knife Uh, in the back. So you start over. You start the battle over. And that makes it really hard because there's times where, you know, you can afford to lose a person, not a big deal, and still win the battle. Uh, But other times, you know they kill somebody who's important to you and you don't really you don't you don't want to lose them enough that you start over um and only a couple times that i actually let characters die because yeah. i was so far into beating a long like half an hour into a battle and then they died and i'm like oh, i really don't want to redo all that yeah so i let them go uh did you lose any characters dan yeah my 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 first playthrough i lost probably five or six characters um, and, and like yeah. you, some of them, like one of them was, was one of my Pegasus Knights who was really powerful. And, uh, if you don't watch those archers, man, they can take you out really oh, fast. And that's, that's what happened to my, uh, it was, um, uh, what's their name? The, the, the one that you get early on, that's a Pegasus Knight. Sumia? Sumia. Yeah. Or Cordelia. So, it's Sumia. Sumia. Yeah. It was yeah, it's rough. Like you said, the bows, they take them out in, in one hit. And that's sort of like my frustration with the game at this point I'm at. It's like pretty much it's one hit kill okay. on both sides of the board. You know, if I don't get one hit kill, uh, they're going to kill me. If if they don't get one hit kill, I'm going to kill them kind of thing. Are you under level? To me, that's 
I might be under leveled. I don't know. Um, I just do you do the random characters are right around what? Do you do the, any of the random encounters? Yeah, I do. Um, I do pretty much all of them. I've done just about everything. Okay, so far. Did you know um, you can summon more? Yeah, with okay. a reeking box. Yep. yep. Yeah, you can buy a reeking box and summon more uh, enemies on the map to do to do battles with. I yeah. think I need to do more of that. I think I might be under leveled. I'm like most of my characters are level twenty plus. Um, you know, right around twenty right now, and I just got to the point where I'm upgrading some of them with the master seal to their master class. Oh, uh, uh, so master I, cl- I, apparent, master I classes that, are quite a bit more powerful than the basic classes. Yeah, I had heard that if you wait to level twenty, because you can do it at level ten, but if you wait to level twenty, that's you get the the most uh, stat upgrades along the way. Right. So that's what I was, I was holding out to level twenty for everybody, and I'm just now getting to that point. So. Uh-huh pretty difficult but one of my favorite things to do is uh build the relationships with the characters and yeah. see how they grow together uh-huh as silly as that sounds no not right. at I'm, all i'm with you it's great super silly uh you know because you you make your avatar character which is a lot of fun um it's a it's a smart way to do like you know to allow you to have your own character in the game even though it's not the main character so to speak you know what I mean? Yeah. Because Krom is the the main guy. Yeah, you're um, you're kind of second in command almost, even though you kind of control things. Yeah. Which which I really like, uh, and I had my eye on a lady to start. Uh-huh. Um, well, not to start once I met her, and and I knew she'd be mine. So uh, it, it's really cool how you you increase your relationship level with uh, somebody else by fighting alongside them. Yeah. Um. And and that's that's I don't know. It's fun. They it pair up and, and they can battle together. And eventually, you get them to support level S, and that that's when they get married and then they have children. Yeah, uh, and then the children join your team. Yep, mm-hmm. because they come some time travel trickery. Yep, yeah, uh, which is cool because on my second playthrough, I'm I'm going for completely different uh, relationships to see how the the children differ. You know. Okay. And you know if, if and how they differ. I think they do probably a little bit, but. Uh, my first character was a, was a female character uh, who ended up marrying Crom. Ooh, so damn, that's a good one. Well, I didn't. It actually wasn't on purpose. Um, just because of the the way fighting worked, you know, that's who my sure. character was next. The pretty much the whole time. So it, it's funny you say that because that's kind of how my uh, my Crom character got married. He got married to Sully. Okay. Uh, and just by because they were around in proximity when they were fighting, and yeah. I didn't even realize that all of a sudden they were S level and they got married. Yep. And made little royal babies. What was the name of their? Ch- oh, I know. Okay, yeah, I don't. That's a spoiler. You can't really say who their child Did I spoil is. Spoil it? No. Okay. God, Corey. No, but I, I was about to. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Um, yeah, I'm 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 really liking it. I'm a little frustrated with it at this point, and part of the problem is I'm forcing myself to play, which I never like to do with games. Yeah, uh, but that's the nature of the four in February, right? Uh, Isn't it though? Time here and there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's it sucks because I like the game a lot, but forcing myself to play it and the way I'm playing it is just a bad combination. Yeah, it's one of those games I'd like to let marinate and you know just play when I'm ready for it and stop well, when I'm frustrated it's probably one you could take some time off of if you wanted you still got two weeks right that's true but the thing about it is it's the only portable one i have oh yeah good point so if i've got a free minute sitting down somewhere i'm, I'm playing fire emblem uh-huh. 
Um, even though, like, I have 30 logged hours. That doesn't include all the time I've restarted. You right, know, right. From dying. Uh, okay. Like I said, I only let a couple dudes die because I didn't really care for them. Uh-huh. Uh, so that I, didn't, I was like, eh, whatever. Um, and there's been times where somebody's died, and I was like, I can do without them. But then, like, Krom will die or something, and then I'll lose the battle anyway. Right. So you have to start so. over no matter what. Yeah. It's a, it's a good game, though. A lot of fun. Pretty pretty deep. Um, I really like the anime cutscenes when they have them. The 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 it, it's almost like a like a movie. That you're yeah, watching. they're they're really well done, and I I like the three D for uh, for the cutscenes. I don't like it for the the battle screen. Okay. I I feel like it just gets in the way because it's you know it's uh like a two D plane, and when it you make something that's easy to look at two D three D, it's kind of awkward for me. Yeah. Uh, but everything else, I like having the three D on for. It gave me a headache sometimes. Um, I, I'm not getting that currently with, with Bravely Default. I don't know what it was about Fire Emblem that kind of gave me a headache, but maybe it's because stuff was smaller and you had to focus yeah. on it more. But, and I've never been a fan of 3D to begin with, and honestly, I wouldn't care if it wasn't in here, but it's a nice little feature yeah. to look at every now and again. Yeah. yeah okay. um, so that's Fire Emblem. We should probably do an episode on it once. I don't know if Eric and Will are going to play it. Oh, I'm definitely going to play oh, it. I'm going to play that's it. That's the next game I'm going to yeah. buy. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe we'll do, yeah, that's a good idea. Even though it's old, we should still have an episode about it. Give it its due. That's all right. Maybe a hangover with story spoilers and stuff. We can yeah, do that, too. Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. It's a, it's, it's a good game. Yeah, it is. Um, while we're on the topic of the 3DS, I guess I'll talk about the Street Pass games. Yeah, I want to hear about uh, which this. I absolutely love this feature in the 3DS. I didn't really get it at first. Uh, but I just kept messing around with it until I finally, you know, understood all the ins and outs. So there's a feature on the 3DS called Street Pass. Uh-huh. And the way it works is if you have your 3DS on you and it's in sleep mode, which basically just means the lid is closed, you if you pass other people on the street, I'm not sure on the proximity. Um, yeah, I was I was trying to figure out how close it was, but, I mean, it, you really don't have no idea. It's not too far. It's It really, it can't be that far. No. Um but if you pass somebody on the street who also has a 3DS in sleep mode, you know, it's closed and they're carrying it on them, you will get a street pass tag. And essentially what that means is their me will appear on your street pass in, in a variety of different ways. Uh, every game implements it differently. And I think for Bravely Default, Dan, I actually, when I was researching because I thought we were doing the episode on it, right. I guess what it does um, in Bravely Default is if you street pass somebody, they join your town. Yep. And they work in your town on yep. upgrading buildings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the buildings that they upgrade influence what items you can buy in the game. Yeah. Nice. Is that, is that right? That's absolutely right. So That's I got to cool. bring mine over when I start well, up. Well, we, we have to uh, we have to exchange friend codes, too. Oh, yeah. Because we yeah, haven't yeah. done that. I, fi- I finally exchanged friend codes with Corey. How do you find a friend it's code? Hard to fi- <laughs> it's hard to find. I can't it's... explain it. How do they fuck this up repeatedly? I don't know. But you could just bring Here's... yours over, and we could connect them. So Let's I would do, do that. that. I'll bring it next week. Okay. And ahead, Eric, Corey. that's my biggest complaint about the 3DS thing, is I think yeah. the Street Pass part of it, and I'm going to talk about that more because I, I've been messing around with it. I think it's a really smart feature, and it's that thing I've been saying where I want you know what I do in the real world to have an influence on my gaming yeah. somehow. And, and this is one of the ways that it does it. And it also, um, I was sort of against the 3DS, or the DS, I guess, for that matter, when it came out, because I didn't want to have to carry another device on me. Mm-hmm. But this is just the incentive I need to want to carry my 3DS with me everywhere. 
Fair enough. Yeah, I I took my 3DS um, twice with me uh, in the past few days. Uh, one was I picked up Will from school the other day. So I went to I went to Home Depot, and then I went to, to Will's college to pick him up. And then uh, the other time I, I went to a, a hardware store, and I got 14 street passes Damn. just in those two wow. two trips Holy out crap. of town. I bet you a lot of them the were at the school. Uh, that's what I, I was telling Will about that. He's like, yeah, I know a lot of people around here play 3DSs. So it's like, yeah, that's, that's really good, Dan, because on my commute to work, which, you know, I pass a lot of people because yeah. uh, I have like a 35-minute subway ride. Right. I usually get four a day. Really? So that's a lot. Yeah, uh, I got my, seven my both roommate, times. My roommate Jared took it to Chinatown because uh-huh. he was doing something over there for a little bit and got eight. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I wonder if I pass them, like if if people I pass in cars, if it picks that up or. Um, I think so. I, I think it's. Is it, it doesn't that close? have to be much. It doesn't really doesn't have to be much. Okay. Um, but I always like go, I always like going in and seeing the other person's me, and and the, it'll sure. say hi. I'm blah blah blah. I've been well, playing I getting, whatever. I keep getting a lot of the same ones uh, on my commute, and I'm trying to figure out who the people are oh, by their me. to how they actually look. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice but but here's one good instance uh explanation that when i was traveling around for coming back from florida i was in the airport uh and i was going to my gate to wait for my flight and i got there a little bit early so there was still one there uh boarding before i was ready to board and it was going to kansas and i passed this little dude playing a 3ds i was like oh man i hope he has street pass turned on and i took a note of what he looked like sure enough uh this plane was boarding for kansas Sure enough, I once I sit down and open up my 3ds, he had boarded. I look and it says, "Hey, Marcus is you know at your gate." <laughs> and uh, I look and sure enough, it's this kid and he's like, "Hey, I'm Marcus from Kansas. What up, dude?" And stuff like that. And nice. It's just so cool that you know that's you just have that little handoff with your fellow gamers. Yeah. Uh, gr- granted, he was like eight and I'm you know 26. So <laughs> I was wondering that too because it's, sometimes it's hard to tell age on those things. Uh, my me has a beard, so. Um... You know, obviously people can tell I'm an adult, but you you wonder. <laughs> sure you do. Well, Jared's, Jared said we should uh, get in a big van and go sit outside the middle school <laughs> to get. <laughs> the van to, has to have curtains on it, To too. get new street pass followers and to get arrested. <laughs> right. And hopefully some I more street passes in we prison. we were just trying to get street pass tags. I guess if there was enough of us with our 3DSs, <laughs> yeah. it'd be hard to argue. Yeah. Um, so I guess the the 3DS also has games built into it. The Did you, you guys play any of the Miiverse games? No. Um, that's already built into it, and, and they have... I forget the names of them now. They're, they're a bunch of smaller, like, mini-games. It's basically, you know, all the, all the weird stuff they do with Mario, um, but they make it your me. So, like, each mini-game is a different kind of game. Um, what are the ones they have built into it? Are these oh, the, the AR collecting. things? What's that? Isn't there like AR cards or some shit? Yeah, that that's not the Street Pass thing though. I'm not sure what the, the augmented reality thing. There's Face Raiders, which you can take a picture of your face and, and shoot. You know, that's augmented reality. Oh. Um, but some of the some of the mini games are, are really fun. The way they they implement the Street Pass stuff. Uh, I guess I guess it's probably too much. We might we should probably do like a catching up with the 3ds episode. It's a good idea. At yeah. some point, just to 
just to get into all this. Um, but, I'm not going to get into all the mini games, but one of my favorite ones is called Ghost Manor. And once you street pass with people, um, you play your me is in this ghost house, and he's locked in there, and his goal is to get to the top floor. Uh, and the way you do that is by getting blocks from people you street pass. And that fills in a grid, and your goal is to find the staircase within the grid to go to the next floor. So when you street pass with people, they give you, uh, like, a puzzle piece, and you can place it on your grid. And depending on how you place it, you can get treasure chests and all this stuff. But the way the the color of the puzzle pieces work is it's the color of their Mii's shirt. Um, so you, the goal is to get... The goal is to bundle together the blocks of the same color because that'll give you treasure chests. Whereas if you put pieces together that are different colors, it'll be a ghost and you have to fight the ghost. Um, so it's nice because... Jared also has a 3DS, and he has a green shirt, so I get him every day. I tag him every day, sometimes twice a day, depending on when I go through the, the motions of, of playing through the minigames. Um, so I get a lot of, and he has a green shirt, so I get a lot of green pieces from him, and that's helpful because I get a lot of the same color blocks, which gives me more treasure chests. Nice. Uh, but there's, a, you know, a bunch of other cool layers built into that. Uh, there's, like, a weapon mechanic and, and all this other stuff, but... It's all really clever, and I'm I'm very impressed with it. There are some crappy mini games. There's one about gardening, and the people that you street pass water your flowers, um, and obviously your flowers need water to grow. So the more you pass, the more you'll you'll get uh, the more water you'll get for your plants, and the faster they'll grow, and the more you can grow. And the goal is to become a master gardener, um, which huh. might be fun for some people, but it's not for me. Okay. Uh, there's there's a few others. I won't bore you guys with them, but uh, I definitely recommend getting a 3DS if, yeah. uh, if all that sounds fun to you. Uh, especially for RPGs. like, And I have probably six or eight 3DS or uh, DS RPGs on my Amazon wish list of stuff that I'll hopefully get to eventually. But Sure. There's some good good stuff available on the 3DS. It's a good, there there good, certainly is. Good system. Um... Do you, does somebody else want to talk about something before I talk about the rest of what I played? Yeah, I'll talk because I, I I played Mark of the Ninja, um, which I beat. Hey, hey! Thank you. Uh, two games down for me. Uh, I started it la- actually last week after I I, I beat Risen Two, um, and I only played it maybe like twenty minutes before we did the episode. But uh, basically, I've, uh, Mark of the Ninja is a uh, side-scrolling stealth like platformer. It's done by Clay or Klee, whoever the company that did Don't Starve. Um, and you can see that a little bit in the art style. It's kind of kind of cartoony, um, but you, you, you play as a, uh, a ninja who gets tattooed, and the more tattoos that he gets, um, they, they build up his abilities, but once you get the abilities for a certain amount of time, it kind of corrupts you. Um, and the this this order ninjas, they're supposed to they're supposed to kill themselves, commit suicide uh, after they get a certain amount of power. Um, b- b- or else they'll like go crazy and, and go rogue. So, um, so that, that's kind of the basic gist of the story. Uh, controls control wise, it's, it's pretty straightforward. You know, you have your sprint, uh, X is attack or assassinate. Uh, and you, and you, as you level up, you, there is a leveling system, uh, which you also upgrade your abilities and whatnot, different, different types of stealth kills. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It took me about six hours to beat. Um, I probably at about four, they could have ended it. Um, I, I felt the last two hours dragged a little bit, but the ending was, was pretty, pretty darn good. I thought, um, 
yeah, it was well worth the probably three or four bucks I spent on it. Uh, nice to have it to have a game down. Uh, you know, it's, it was it was a good. Must one. be nice to have a game down. I have two games down actually. Must be nice to have two games down. Yeah, it is. Um, I played Sleeping Dogs for probably. I only played for like twenty minutes. I've been. Too I saw busy that. This week. I was tracking your progress on yeah. uh, Steam. Yeah. Um, well, I, I really, I really, really like it so far. I like I, that you can yeah. do that too. Um, I really like the hand-to-hand combat in Sleeping Dogs. We're not ready to talk about it yet, but so far I, I do I do enjoy it in the 20 minutes or whatever I played. I'm into the story already. I thought the gunfighting was far better than I expected in that. Okay. Yeah. That's that's exciting. Um, but, yeah, Mark of the Ninja was good. If I had to score it, I'd probably give it, like, an 8 or 8.5. I didn't do – there's a lot of, like, side collect, collecting stuff that you can do. I didn't do much of that. I kind of – not ran through it, but I didn't go out of my way to explore and, and get collectibles and stuff because uh, I wanted to beat it and move on to the next game. And you know, I have Bravely Default that I've been playing. So, but yeah, that's my that's what I played. So nice. Well, congratulations, Dan. Thanks. Am I going to be the only one to make it? I'm going to make it, Dan. It's just a matter of uh, whether I'm still going to have a girlfriend when I do. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> 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 oh, it's good shit. Right. In the name of the game, right? Yeah. yeah right. Can, Actually, doesn't uh, she know it's February or I don't It's kind of funny because uh I have Monday off for President's Day. And mm-hmm. uh I, I told my girlfriend that I had it off and sure enough, uh yesterday she texted me and she's like, Guess what? I got Monday off. Oh, like, oh shit. Sometimes <laughs> that is just the worst thing you could ever hear. Yeah. And and mid four in February is a bad time to hear, hey, I have that day off, too. We get the whole day together. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, that's funny. That, you know what? I know I'm going to hell for thinking that, but... No, you're not, Corey. I got a, I got a job to do. I told her, I'm like, listen, you know, we're going to be hanging out all weekend. It's Valentine's Day. Hey, we'll be together. We'll do nice things, but uh, I need Monday. Yeah. Monday's mine. Well, you just need game she, time. She gave it to me, reluctantly. You just, yeah, you just need game time, you know? <laughs> sure. Everyone needs time to themselves. Yeah. And you're absolutely right, Corey. Your thought process is the same thing I would think, you know. It's Valentine's Day, we got the weekend together. Just why can't I just have Monday to do what the fuck I want? Yeah. Doesn't mean you love her any less. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're going to hell. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I know. Okay. But, yeah. Alright, Eric, what'd you play? Uh, What's your four in February? Progress? Well, my four in February says I played and beat Bastion. Hey, well done. Hey, yeah, I will add nice. it to the list. I don't know how long it took me. Um, not really it's, important. It's, it's I guess six to eight hours. I think. Yeah, depending. something like that. I liked Bastion. I didn't love Bastion. I'm pretty much the same status as I was on it when I talked about it uh, last week. So I'm not really going to go into it much more. Um. Yeah, I don't really even want to talk about it all that much, to be honest with you. It was you okay. You don't have anything. To, how much longer did it take you? Like an hour? Did you have an hour left, maybe? Yeah, something along, along there. You, you pretty well covered it. Right. Um, I booted up Half-Life 2 on my Xbox 360. I was really enjoying it at first, and then the more I played, I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I want to go play the Banner Saga or something that's not super outdated. Uh, oh, yeah. So I quit playing it, and I'm pretty much giving up on 4 in February okay. because I don't want to play Half-Life 2, and I don't ever want to play Metal Gear Solid 4 again. Okay. What's your other game? <laughs> uh, Infamous 2. Okay. That one I might play. You should play that before Infamous 
second sun comes out. I should, out. yeah. Maybe I'll play that before I start. No, because I need to play it briefly to fall. Maybe that'll be my console game that I play next. I like to have a handheld yeah. game and a console game going. I hear you. So after I beat uh, Banner Sock, maybe that's where I'll start up. Okay. Yeah, I don't... I, I really would like to, to keep the 4 in February going, but I just... I dislike those games so much when yeah. I played them that I just can't. Yeah. I can't do... I can't force myself to play something. Okay. If I don't like it that much, I can't force myself, especially when I have new games to play. Exactly, yeah. And it's a waste of time if you don't... If you're not... Because the reason why we play video games is to enjoy ourselves. I know. Before in February isn't the reason we play video right, games. Right, that's true. <laughs> you know? Um... The, the worst part of it for me is the fact that I won't have four games to add to my beat list. Oh, yeah. And, well, of course, Corey and Will might not either. But Corey will. Right, Corey? I'm doing it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll take every freaking day off of work I need to. Oh, that's good, man. I'm definitely going to beat all my games, too. That's good. It'll be a miracle if I have home. <laughs> yeah. I hear you, Will. Well, I'm, I trying just... to, I'm trying to get the long ones out of the way first. And that's what I tried to do, too, Corey. I just... Could, couldn't stand Metal Gear 4 when I played it. Yeah. I loved the way it looked, and I really enjoyed the camouflage on Snake's uh, outfit, but other than that, I hated the controls. I hated how much you had to crawl across the fucking ground, and it was just slow-paced. And yeah. I couldn't stand it. My, <laughs> my thought process for my 4 in February was I wanted to play the two games I didn't know what to expect from the games, first yeah. so that's why i played risen 2 i didn't know how long it was going to take me uh whether or not i would like it and same thing with mark of the ninja i didn't know how, how difficult it was going to be um so i wanted to have those games played and beaten first i know what to expect from sleeping dogs and i know what to expect from arkham city you're gonna so, love both of those yeah games. Uh, i'm sure they're great which is which you had is a pretty good, good uh yeah i'm pretty pleased games. i'm pretty pleased because i even like risen 2 even though it wasn't well received i did i did yeah. like it so hey whatever you know with it do it <laughs> When I first decided to myself that I wasn't going to do 4 in February, I just was like, I'm just not going to do it. Uh-huh. I was like, well, I got thinking to myself, because I was distraught over that decision. I was well, like, yeah. well, nothing's going to happen. No. And I was then I became okay with it. <laughs> yeah, you might get picked on a little bit, yeah, but I was that's like, about it. Well, somebody already hasn't done it, so I won't be the first one that hasn't done it, so I nothing's going to happen to me. Yeah. I'm just going to play games I like. You're not going to get fired. <laughs> right. Maybe. It's not going to fire me, I hope. No. I hope. No. But, uh... Okay. Oh, this is a good question from Jake. He asked me if I'm going to play Metal Gear on on PS4. Um... Oh, Phanta- the Phantom Pain? Is that the or, one that's... That's the full game. The full one. Uh, that looked really good at E3. Yeah, what the hell is this short one called? I keep forgetting. Two oh, hour gr- storm. Ground zeros. Ground zeros. Yeah. Is that the one he means, or does he mean Phantom Pain? Because Fan- Phantom Pain's a full game. He probably means the full game. Okay, that's probably not coming out this year. Maybe next year. I don't know. To be honest with you, Jake, uh, it looks awesome, but if it's like Metal Gear Four, man, I just didn't like it. Okay. I could see why I got the love it got when it came out, though. Yeah. Definitely. It was one of the early, like, story-based first-person mm-hmm. shooters. And plus it's that sci-fi world yeah. that I'm just not. I think it came out, like, ten years ago now. 2004. It's, yeah, ten yeah. years. That's It's yeah. old. 
It's so. old. It is old, and you can tell. Uh huh. But whatever. Yeah. What can you do? Oh, the other game I played was Ali Ali on the Vita. I played more of that. Really good. If you have a Vita, you should definitely get that. I don't want to talk too much about it. There's not a ton to it. It's just grinding and doing flips on your skateboard, but uh, it's really fun. The controls can be a real bitch. It can be very frustrating if you don't time things correctly, but uh, once you get it down, it's really fun. Yeah, that's one so, I really want to play. It's fun, man. You should If you get a Vita, definitely get it. It's, okay. it's good times. I saw... Have you guys noticed on the video game websites they're doing Game of the Month now? No. At damn near every one of them. They're, so they're copying Game Informer. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Because that's what they do. But Ali Ali was one of the picks for one of the websites. I don't okay. remember which one. but uh, Yeah. Nice. I think that's all I played. All right. Uh, Will, what do you got to update us on? Oh, uh, my uh, 4 in February progress. Yeah. You know, I'm flying through my games. Uh-huh. Haven't even started. Okay. Um, as I said, it'll be a miracle if I end up pulling it off, but, you know, I'm going to try. Okay. And the other thing is, I just wanted to re-bring up that I was number one in the world in <laughs> Pretty Little Liars. In the trivia. world. <laughs> nice. And yep. I should get a beaten game for that. You already did. I'm. Re- you're so proud of that. I put it on the list. Thanks, Dan. You can never pick on Corey again, by the way. I know. Never. That's what I sacrificed. Is there a way you can calculate the amount of hours that you put into it? I don't even care. Well, I'm <laughs> uh, just curious. Game Center? Maybe? I'm just curious. Here, I'll check Game Center right now. Okay. When is this stupid quiz up coming out for Android? I have no idea. I have no interest, though. I don't know. It's a mobile game. You're gonna, you'll get a lot of challenges from me, Eric. Oh, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> okay, uh, Corey. What do you got for us? What else? You, what, just, what else do you just play? Just a couple more. Uh, I actually did play and beat something. Ooh! Believe it or not. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy One. Really? Oh, which I've been working, a, twiddling away on for a very long time. That's a doozy. I don't talk about it very often because it's not that exciting to talk about. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I've been playing it on uh, on my laptop on my legally backed up copy uh-huh. of. Uh, Final Fantasy Origins, so it's the PlayStation version of okay. Final Fantasy 1. That game came out 1987. Uh, probably also the oldest game I've ever beaten. Um, again, not much to talk about. The, I think the how long to beat is like 17 hours. Uh, it took me 22 when all was said and done, but uh-huh. it, was, it is one of the Final Fantasies I've never beaten, and it was finally good to stick it to chaos. Um, yeah, because I had I had made it to chaos before, yep. but I could not beat chaos Same because here. chaos heals himself uh, with cure four every now and again, which totally restores his hit points, uh-huh. which is just just miserable. So um, you have to hit him hard enough to kill him before yeah, to that do it before he uses cure four. Okay. Uh, but I got him. Uh, the way you save in that game is by sleeping at inns. So there's no saving uh, when you start a dungeon. You better beat that dungeon or tough, tough toenails. <laughs> They don't make them like they used to, huh? No, they don't. It was uh, happy. It was nice because in the Origins version, which is also the I think there's a uh, that came out on like maybe Game Boy or something like that. That version of it, there's an easy mode, which all it is is um, it's less it's less experience to level up, and also you know how when you played the original, if you chose to attack somebody who was killed, you just oh. attacked blank air. air yeah and it said ineffective uh uh-huh. it gets rid of that 
So, you know, there's a couple of little perks to it, and I'm pretty sure I probably wouldn't have tried to beat it if that mode wasn't in there. So right. I did play it on easy mode, but it just means it's it's more for the times than as hard as it was back then. What was your party? Uh, I had a warrior, a uh, black belt, a white mage, and a black mage. Okay. Which once you get to the trial, uh, what's it called? The Cave of Trials or whatever, you get the upgraded classes, which are super badass. Yeah. And uh, that game is so much better once you get the airship. Right. It's awful before the airship. It's it's misery. Um, they do a, they do with the the PlayStation version. They do a good job of making it a little bit more tolerable to our modern tastes. But yeah. uh, and and by modern, well, that was PlayStation version came out in like '97. Oh, yeah, maybe, a while ago. Know. Um. But they they do a pretty good job, and it, it looks nice, and uh, it's you know all told for one of the first uh, RPGs, um, console RPGs. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So I did get through that, and uh, one I'm very proud of. Did you put it on the list? Yes, all set. Cool. Uh, I also started playing Final Fantasy VI on the iPhone. That game is still the greatest game of all time, and every time I play it, I just, it just, that's all I think about is yeah. how great that game is. I love it, too. Um, I actually, I got it, I, I have it, too, for Android on my tablet. Yeah, and you know, 16 bucks, I didn't even, that's a lot for a mobile game, but I didn't even think twice. Yeah. I like it that much, and I just, it's nice to always have it in my pocket. Uh, it's my new Subway game. I play it all the time on the Subway. How do you feel about the dialogue? Because it's um, changed. You know, the thing... The thing about it, I understand the changes and like all a lot of people are up in arms because they redid they redrew some of the sprites and stuff like that. And, and I don't care about that. I'm just mostly annoyed. What? I, yeah, I don't care about that. I'm mostly annoyed that they changed the dialogue. I don't think annoyed is the right word. Yeah, you know, like the original text is the way I'd like it to be. But I play that game every year, just about, mm-hmm. and beat it every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I welcome the changes because it gives me a little bit of a different look. Okay. Uh, which I'm, you know, that's fine. And there is some stuff that, because of the dialogue changes, I picked up on that I didn't pick up on before, uh, where some of the translation stuff was a little bit weird. I could see that. And I'm trying to think. There was a really good example of it yesterday uh, when I was playing, but now I can't think of what it was. And I wrote it in my notes, but I don't have my notes, and I forgot what it was. What part of the game um, was it in? It was early. I just I've just beaten the scenarios, um, oh. and as of right now, my save is on the mountain in Narsh, okay. fighting off Kafka and his soldiers. Uh-huh. Um, I think I'm like three and a half hours in, or maybe four. Yeah, I only played it for maybe half an hour. I think the first night I bought it, yeah. but then I've been I've been playing Bravely Default, so I haven't I haven't right, played, right. played it. So yeah, I, I like all the changes, and they you know they do their best to make it work on mobile. They change Savin's Blitz, so uh, it's just touch screen. You don't have to. There's no button inputs or anything. You just touch what you want on the screen. Yeah. Uh, Cyan's they call it uh, in 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 the old game. It was Sword Tech, and this one it's Bushido. Uh-huh. Um, you just choose which one you want, and you can do other things while that's charging instead of having to watch it while it charges. Um. Oh, Auto well, battles kind of nice. One thing Sorry. I, one thing I would like to see in that game is a is an option to have a fixed control pad. Yeah, uh, I'm a little annoyed that you can touch anywhere on the screen to have your character moved. I'd rather have the fixed controls like on the bottom, you know. 
Yep, you're right. And that is kind of a pain controlling your character, especially when you need to control the character and select something in the on the screen, you know, like yeah. you're going to a treasure chest or something. It's just kind of weird to move your guy to the point and then tap it to, to open it. Yeah. It doesn't work out too well. Oh, I wish I could remember that example of something in the translation that I picked up on. I don't think I'm ever going to, but... Until I'll you look at my notes. notes. Okay. But I highly recommend it. Um... Especially if you've played it in the past. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. But, nothing but joy. Hello? Hey. I'm still here. Uh, hi. Continue. <laughs> uh, that's it. I, I mean, I played more of The Witcher. Uh, not really much to talk about with that. I'll play it more and talk uh-huh. about it more. But man, I love killing those, doing those, killing those big creatures. Yeah. Is that yeah. whole chapter build up to it, and then you finally fight it, and it's just the greatest thing in the world. Yep. I cannot wait for The Witcher 3. Cannot wait. No, no. And playing uh, Witcher 2 has rekindled my... Can't wait. My hype for Witcher nice. 3. So Okay. Still got Battle Block Theater. That's my other one. And Max Payne 3. Uh, I'm down, still downloading Max Payne 3. It's like almost 30 gig download. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. Damn. Yeah. I don't know what they got in that thing, but Jesus. Oh, uh, I did- and I bought it. I bought it on Amazon digital which works with steam so that was nice and yeah it was 15 bucks yeah i did want to mention um i said I, I downloaded bravely default on my 3ds just in case anyone was wondering how long it took me i think it took almost two hours to download yeah and it took up over twenty thousand blocks on my okay that's storage. bigger than pokemon i think pokemon was like 13 yeah but there's like a lot of voiceovers and it was stuff like twenty three thousand i want to say yeah but I the way I justified it to myself was that I don't plan on downloading a lot of games. You could just get a bigger SD card too. Well, yeah, but I I, I don't want to fuck around with SD cards. I'd rather have the hard copy. Mm. That was a last resort for me. Yeah. I just didn't want to wait anymore. I was too lazy to go buy Pokemon, so that's what I why I bought the digital version of it. I, I I'm the same way. I much rather have a hard copy, but yeah. And I had twenty bucks from a Nintendo eShop gift card mm-hmm. already on there, so I was like, I might as well just use that. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Well, we'll take a quick break and be back with our feedback and roundtable right after this. back everybody episode 134 of the thumbstick athletes podcast we are now in feedback uh i will play our voicemail first we got a voicemail from tito so we'll play that first let me turn the volume up here before i get it started okay 
Nope, that turned it all the way down. That's it. All right, here we go. Nope. Nope. Okay, now here we go. Hey, guys, this is Tito from LA, and I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, first up is Loadout. I played it. It's on Steam. It's a free-to-play shooter in the style of Team Fortress 2, and also reminds me of Earthworm Jim for some reason. But um, there, it's, the thing they're selling with this game is you can craft your own weapons. So any component of a gun can pretty much be modified. The trigger, what kind of bullets it shoots out, um, the barrel, the stock, uh, the magazines, all that stuff. And you can do this by collecting blutes when playing. The better you do, the more blutes you collect, and then you use that towards all these different upgrades and other stuff. And you can level up to unlock slots for more customizations or whatever. Also, the only real money you can spend in the game, since it's free-to-play, is character customizations, um, like hairstyles and outfits, which I really like. It keeps it from cheapening the game into a pay-to-win format, so that's uh, that's loadout. It's free-to-play on Steam. Next up is I played more of Broken Age, the Tim Schafer broke, uh, Double Fine game, the point-and-click adventure, and uh, I only did the boys' story. Like always, like in every Double Fine game, the the humor and the sense of humor, the comedy, the dialogue is just really funny. A lot of games try to be funny, and they're not at all because they're written by people who aren't really comedians. So the jokes are always kind of cheesy and lame. Tim Schafer just has a knack for it, especially when I was watching the behind-the-scenes documentary. Um, Jack Black voices one of the characters, so when he came in to do his recording... You can just see the chemistry between Jack Black and Tim Schafer, and it, it feels like they could have been brothers because they, they just hit it off so well, and they just love joking around with each other. And um, I, they do a really good job with the puzzles because normally I don't play point-and-click adventures because I feel like it's kind of boring, but some of them were pretty challenging and different than old-style point-and-click adventures, so it kind of kept me interested, and the story's not bad, so I'm still playing through it. So I do recommend if anyone's interested. Uh, it, it is, it's not a bad game, so I can see why there were so many positive reviews. And then uh, also Kingdoms of Amalur. Dan talks about this game a lot, and I've seen the good reviews for it. So I played the free-to-play demo on Steam, and I fell in love with it. I, I just couldn't put my hands down on it. I just love the combat system. The music's incredible. And I'm not in a position to be buying any games, but I couldn't help myself, and I just went ahead and bought it. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm having a blast. This is about as big of a game I can play without losing interest. Um, nor, uh, before, that game was Assassin's Creed. Anything that had a bigger world than Assassin's Creed, I just cannot play because I get bored eventually. Skyrim, Fallout 3, they just bore me. Especially, I, I play my games trying to get everything. That's, I, I can't help but try to get everything. And Fallout 3 and Skyrim, you can't do that. It's impossible. That's why Assassin's Creed, you know, it's attainable, those things. Getting all the upgrades and unlocking the costumes or whatever, it's do it's very doable. And Kingdoms and Vamalor is pretty complex, and there's a lot of stuff to do. What's keeping me interested is the combat, the art style, and the music. Especially the combat. If every MMO RPG had that style of combat, I would fall in love with them because it's challenging, and I feel like... It, it's not grindy. It doesn't feel grindy because you can chain combos. There's a wide variety of styles you can do. And I figured out that I just like playing as a female rogue who has two daggers and then bust out my bow and arrow and just finish them off or whatever. And you can also have mage 
qualities to it. It's really cool. I love it. Um, I can't. I'm so glad Dan mentioned this game because it's, it's fantastic. And it's so sad that the the studio closed down and that there probably won't be a sequel. But I really hope there is because this game's incredible. Also, I always uh, try to make Eric feel better when it comes to The Last of Us not winning the thummies because I'm I'm with you. I thought it was very deserving and should have won. But if it makes him feel any better, since the Thummies Game of the Year was briefly brought up last episode, the Dice Awards just happened, and Last of Us came away with 10 awards out of, like, the 20 total categories that they had for the Dice Awards, which is ridiculous, but very deserving. Um, And also the BAFTA, the British Film Television Awards, it's like the British equivalent of, like, the Academy Awards or whatever, or the... Golden Globes. They nominate. What's cool about the BAFTA is they they give awards out to video games as well. They they're definitely ahead of you know the U.S. when it comes to recognizing surprise, surprise. video games as an yeah. art form. And Last of Us also came out with like nine nominations, nine or ten or something. So it's getting a lot of awards. Eric, don't don't feel too bad. I know you wanted it to win the Thummies because that's what you care about, but. Um, people definitely recognize how much of a masterpiece The Last of Us is. And, uh, I mean, Infinite was great. I, I beat it twice. And uh, then a game called The Last of Us just wiped the floor out of every game that came out for 2013. I mean, I, I honestly, as this is my personal opinion, I don't even think it was close. I mean, it's that much of a great game. I mean, Infinite was great, so, you know, it winning the thummies I don't feel terrible about, but it's not The Last of Us. All right, see ya. Thanks, hey Tito. Guys, this is Tito from LA. Oh, that's his last <laughs> happens every week. So I got uh, okay. Tito's playlist. <laughs> oh, There's you four. again, most Tito playlist. I like. I don't know if he put that, but the the genre says porn groove. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that earlier when we record. I mean, when we started recording. When I think porn, I think Tito feedback email. Yeah, you porn, know? porn groove. Right. Uh, okay, so he talked about Loadout, and I've actually read and heard a lot about this game. I haven't, I haven't given it given it a chance yet, but I yeah, I, I can absolutely imagine how it would appeal to um, Team Fortress players. Uh, crafting your own weapons—that's that's really cool and yeah. something I, I I enjoy in a game. So uh, I also like that the it, you know free to play only character customization. I think that's. That's good, you know. That's something that uh, Path of Exile does really well too. You know, it's a really good game uh, that came out for free. Uh, you don't have to pay to win or anything like that. You just, you know, character. Uh, Planet Side Two is another example. You know, it's it's. Well, you, I mean, I guess you can get pay for guns and that, so that's maybe a little different. But yeah, I think that's the way. Uh, free to play feels less evil uh, with that sort of stuff. You know, uh, Broken Age. He did the mail story, uh, said the game was actually funny. Oh, Jack Black uh, uh, and Tim Schafer. Uh, Jack Black also was in Brutal Legend, um, which is cool. So they they kind of have a, a chemistry from, from that too probably. Um, I'll get to Broken Age eventually. I, yeah. I, I, I want to play Brutal Legend too. I actually have all the – because Double Fine had the last – was it the weekly sale or Humble Bundle? Um, uh, but I already had all the games except for the, the new, the space base one, which was like $16 to unlock, but I didn't do that. Um, because I already had all the, all the double fine games on my steam list. So, uh, kingdoms of Amalur. I actually talked to Tito a little bit on steam about it. Um, 
it's absolutely a, a fantastic game and, and, and underrated. Mm. Um, I, there was actually some news about the IP uh, on gaming websites earlier this week. Um, and the SOE president, John Smedley, um, said that the Rhode Island governor was, was an idiot for trashing the, the IP of Kingdoms of, Kingdoms of Amalur. I mean, and there seems to be some speculation that people, uh, that some studio is going to snatch it up once it's like bargain bin cheap, uh, and, and keep the, keep the franchise going. So God, that'd I be hope nice. So. That was so good. Yeah. And, and, uh, Smedley, the, like I said, the, the president of SOE said that the, the, the graphics and artwork and stuff were for, for the, the, what do they call it? Project Chris, sorry, let's see. But what, oh, Project Copernicus, that was the, the Kingdoms of Amalur MMORPG, uh, said it was just un- unbelievable how, how good this stuff was. So um, I'm assuming some of that's going to get snatched up and, and put in put in another game. Or, or, you know, maybe they'll finish the project. So they're just waiting for a, for a, a sale, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and then The Last of Us. The Last of Us won 10 DICE Awards. That's got to be a record, and that's incredible. It's a lot of awards, Good. and then uh, nominated for nine BAFTA awards, which he's absolutely right about. The you know they're a little a little more open about gaming as an art form, a little more evolved. Yeah, which uh, me you know me and Eric both looked at each other and you know not surprised at all <laughs> with that. Um, so, so thanks for that, Tito. How are you guys doing over there? Any any input, Corey? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Uh, I think for sure there will be a just going back to um, Kingdoms. Kingdoms of Amalur. I think for sure we'll we'll see more Kingdoms of Amalur in our lifetime. Yeah, it's too good a game, and I think it's just one of those games that uh, because of its its history will be uh, talked about. Yeah, and you know on everyone's mind, and and it, because it also happened to be a good game, I think it, I think it's it's definitely gonna I mean, see some kind of revival somehow. How long ago did that come out? It was spring of 2012. We still talk about it pretty regularly. Early 2012. It might not even have been spring. It might have been winter. It might have been like February. Yeah. Uh, I still talk about it because, it, like, that's my standard for how I want, like, an action role-playing game to play or an action-y game. It, I want it to feel exactly like Kingdoms of Amalur. I haven't been able to find anything that's played quite that well. Yeah. Um, yeah, the... the Buttery nipples. That's what the the controls are for, for that game. Na- buttery napes. Buttery nipples. Um, but yeah, he's right. The music is really good. The art style is really good. It's, I like how how colorful it is. Um, it's very very well done game. And he's right. Yeah, right. We talk about it quite a bit. We do. Um, probably once or twice a month. Kingdoms of Amalur will pop up. I just hope. I don't know if you did, but it was on sale. Like what two weeks ago? I hope he bought it when it was on sale and not. It doesn't sound like you bought it when it was on sale. Though. I saw uh, Chase has been playing it too. Yeah, uh, I had it already on Origin, but I rebought it on Steam because uh, because I'd rather play on Steam. The less I have to open my Origin account, the better. What was it running? Uh, Twelve dollars. Nice for that and all the DLC too. The game itself was only five, which I had been waiting for forever to go on sale, but it never did. But now, you know, now I own two copies. Uh so yeah. That's it. Corey, anything else you want to chime in on, Will? Nothing. Nothing. Corey? Nope. No. Okay. 
All right. On to written feedback from Ryan on Iowa uh, on Twitter says, wait, who's back on board for getting Titanfall? Uh, it was in response to our tweet about joining in on the Titanfall beta. Did anyone get picked? The, or, I did. Are they picking tomorrow? Oh, you got picked? Yeah, PC. Oh, cool. Did anybody else get in yet? No. I haven't me. checked my email. I guess that would be the time to check. Yeah. Yeah, they've been sending out, like, waves er, every now. Like, I think I started at 9. Okay. Yeah, I haven't gotten in but, yet. Yeah. Right. Damn it. No. Corey, do you want to get in on it? Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, you want to play the beta, see if you like it. If you don't like yeah. it, no dollar spent. I don't even want to play the beta. Yeah. I would be more likely to play this on console than PC, because I have I, PC shooters. Not my thing. I, I think that the 360 version is just going to be such shit compared to the Xbox One version. I just have no interest anymore. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that, Eric. I think that's a good point. It's going to look dated i don't think the pc specs i don't think the pc specs were that high surprisingly you could play it on a kind of an older pc but uh also from ryan he says hockey talk specifically paul stastny's performance paul stastny played great he had two goals almost a third i was i mean i was impressed with the whole team really yeah Uh, they they played their roles and he asked for score predictions for the uh, the russia game I'm going to go 4-1. to one. U.S.? Yeah. Wow. I said 4-3. Okay. Russia's got a good offense, not much defense. Oh, they're going to be tense, though. It's a big game for them. I think the USA is going to come in there pretty loose. They got a big confidence booster today. Pressure's not on them. Yeah. Uh, that place is going to be buzzing. Yeah. Putin will be in the, in the crowd. He may be. He what? will be. Yeah, I think it will be too. What do you For think? For sure, he's going to be there. Oh yeah, he's been sitting in at the figure skating. Hockey's the I any analysis I saw I saw said hockey is is the thing that they they want to win. Yeah. Oh so. yeah, they really could give two shits about anything else. Yeah, and most they, of they the said things. he'll be at all the games. Yeah, I'm sure. What do you think the score is going to be, Corey? Ah, uh, I don't know. Um, really, don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'll go four one. Wow. I think Phil Kessel scores at least two. Yeah. Even though I hate that piece of shit. <laughs> Him and Van Riemsdyk, their their chemistry is so good. They knew couple exactly, of queens knew exactly where each other were. Ryan be. says they he thinks they put might put Miller in the pipes. I say I you may as well stick with Quick at this point. Yeah. I think he played he played well. Yeah, it, it's his to lose. I would say. I mean, granted, he wasn't. He you know they gave, they had some pretty good. Uh, Pretty good attempts there, but until he really screws up, let him let him get comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to pick him to to play your first game, you might as well keep riding him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Miller will play Sunday against Slovenia. I doubt it. If Quick did, plays Saturday, he'll play Sunday. Did they say why they picked Quick? No. I think they just. Uh, I don't know. I was surprised. I was very surprised because Miller's been playing pretty well. I I turned it on. I was like, wait, Miller's 39. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. But Hmm. whatever. I wonder how much of it has to do with um, 
I mean, Miller, he had, he's having a good season this season. How did he do last season? Not great. Not great. I wonder if they're just going with consistency. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's been consistent over his whole career, aside from last season. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe the pressure yeah. of this winning the Stanley Cup. Or maybe, not to offend Ryan Miller, because I wish he was the the starting goalie, but maybe they just want a winner in there, you know? <laughs> That's real funny, Corey. That was a low blow. I mean, I'm just being honest. No, you're being a dick. <laughs> Spot on, well, Corey. Spot on. No, uh, I'm, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Serious. We didn't mean to disturb you from Pretty Little Liars. Go back to it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Anywho. Go ahead, Corey. Corey's ruined hockey talk for me tonight. <laughs> no, I'm just being no, serious. Did. I, I, <laughs> no, you did. I, I mean, if if the tiebreaker is, well, who who's, you know, who's won? It's it's quick, you know, because he's got the he's well, got the top. What has quick done in the Olympics? Without Miller, we don't make that gold medal game last time. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, soup to nuts. No, don't give me I don't fucking think, soup I don't to think, nuts. I don't think I don't think I don't think Miller is that superior of a goalie over quick. No, he's not. And if you ask me in the NHL who I'd take at this point, it's going to be Jonathan Quick. But if you ask me who I'm going to take in the Olympics, it's going to be Ryan Miller. Yeah, been there before. Sure. Did a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. He sure did. And he's playing well. And Jonathan Quick's been hurt. I think all signs point to Miller. I, I was, don't know. I was surprised because he's he's only been back for like two weeks. I think from yeah. from his injury. I saw so. Jimmy Howard. No, he's been <laughs> I, injured too. I, I didn't think Jimmy Howard. Chad Johnson. <laughs> I still would have gone with uh, with Schneider. Schneider. Yeah. He would have been my pick, but I mean, you I, I can't go wrong team. with Quick either. I'm not saying that. I just right. think Miller should have been the, the goalie. Right. Well, maybe they're even. You think they might even be looking to the future a little bit? Why? Well, because I don't think Miller's going to be back in four years. Do well, you? no, but well, why? I I mean, it's four years. That's pretty far to look into the future. You never know what could happen. Sure, you might as well go with what you got now. If it's, if it's, I'm just thinking out loud here. If it's fifty-fifty. You know, is it fifty-fifty though? I don't really think it should be right now, with injury I mean, it, injury concerns and all that. What do you mean? Like quick is fresh like off injury an injury, concerns? yeah, fresh oh, off yeah. an injury. Miller's played consistent the whole year. I think there's a lot of things to consider. Oh sure, is, is, is what I'm saying. No, I I agree with you, but I I just think Miller should have been the goalie. I was also surprised when I heard that Quick was going to be the starter, but. We'll you know see, we'll what? what and they might have just been trying to throw a curveball because I think everybody thought Miller was going to start. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Facebook feedback. Donnie in New York says, hey, guys, I uh, was listening to you about hockey and just want to tell you that my family knows and are friends with Dustin Brown. He's a great guy, and he didn't want his family coming to Russia to watch them uh, because of how sketchy it is over there. But, yeah, he is a great guy and tough as hell. Name Absolutely. dropper. <laughs> yeah, name dropper. <laughs> he's, a, he's a heart and soul player. Uh, I think you, you you wouldn't have gone wrong picking him for captain, but uh, he'll go out there and hit someone. He'll go out there and fight. Obviously, he can't fight in international. He he can score goals. He can uh, set plays up. You know, grind in the corners. He's a great player. Um, yeah, he's from uh, Ithaca, which uh, is maybe half an hour from where we grew up. And I think his family lives there still. I don't think they live in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, they still live in Ithaca, I think. Yeah, I know when he won the Stanley Cup, he brought it back to Ithaca and did some shopping with it in the in his shopping cart and stuff, So, which is cool. 
Okay. And then Idaho Jake, who says, I don't think I'm going to get my four in February. I beat Lego, Marvel, and I played more Outlast, and I think I got more frustrated with the game than I, than I am scared, but I hope to beat it. I just have to rent Tomb Raider, and I'm not sure what else to try and beat. I've been feeling like crap the last couple of days, and I think that it will be my downfall for my four in February. With Sony announcing 100 games for this year, I'm very curious to see what they bring to E3. I don't know why... But I use TurboTax, and I still have not gotten my taxes. It's been two weeks since they were accepted. <laughs> I'm kind of mad because everyone else got theirs. Are you guys with 3DSs going to get Mario Golf? Well, I think that's it for me. I got my tax return like five days after I filed them. I just filed mine a few days ago, and I used Free Tax USA. Mm-hmm. Um, a, because it's recommended by the uh, IRS, yeah. and B, because it's cheaper than TurboTax. Uh-huh. Uh, you can file for free for your federal, and okay. I think state tax cost me ten bucks. Mm-hmm. So, I use Tax Slayer. Okay, that's what I've used for the past few years. I think it costs. Yeah, me like too. Just because that's where I've done it the past however many years, ever since I've been doing taxes. So it has all my yeah my records there. Yeah, like I said, I got mine like five days. Late. I think I got we got it February sixth. We filed on the thirty first. Nice. So. Yeah. Business days wise, it's, it was like five right. days. It told me seven to fourteen business days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Golf. Did they announce a Mario Golf for 3ds? I don't know. I can look. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I'll I'd love to get it. I'd get. I'll definitely get I'd it. I'd rather it was uh, Mario Strikers. Mario Strikers was awesome. Or Mario Tennis. I agree. Even. Yeah. Mario Tennis is fun too. All the Mario sports games are good. Mario Golf. I'm interested. World Tour. 3DS. Yes. Does, did get a release date. Let's see. Mario Golf World Tour. I'm buying it. Yeah, I mean, you got it, right? Yeah. When's it, does it say when it's coming out? Uh, May 2nd. Oh. Not too far off. Another May game, huh? Yeah. Okay. I may have to get it. It looks really good. Graphics wise, I haven't had good. a golf game in a while. I've been missing out on golf games, so this is a good one. You know, I think Tiger Woods 2009 was the last golf game I played, but I prefer the cartoony ones. Yeah, like Hot Shots Golf Hot Shots was golf always was a blast. Good. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. So thanks for feedback, everybody. Um, round. Does anyone have a specific roundtable they wanted to get into? No, I actually got thought thinking about it before I came, and I assumed we were either going to talk about hockey for roundtable uh-huh. or the Comcast Time Warner thing. Okay, I did want to mention that. Did Corey, do you have anything for a roundtable? Oh, I don't think so. Okay, Will. That's a silly question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, we'll just talk briefly about the Comcast Time Warner thing. I heard it on Twitter because that's where I hear everything first Same. before anywhere else. It's it's yep. on Twitter. I think almost it was anonymous that I read it on. Probably, yeah. yeah I, that's probably where I, I saw it first too. Um, yeah, uh, I guess Comcast is buying up a bunch of Time Warner shares worth like forty five billion dollars or something, uh, and essentially like taking over Time Warner. Yeah. Um, is Comcast service pretty shitty? From what I could gather from yeah. comments it seemed like it was just as bad they're the ones that i think they're starting to throttle netflix already i'll fucking die i think 
Corey, am I right in saying that? Is that the one that got caught? Um, I can't remember. Uh, no, no, that was Verizon. ISPs. It wasn't just Comcast. Somebody tweeted an article about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah our, our, okay, it was it was Verizon. Verizon. That, yeah. Okay. Well, they're the ones that started the whole the whole lawsuit with the the FCC and stuff to start this whole snowball thing. But fucking Verizon. I see nothing good happening from the the Comcast Time Warner merger. Um, I already started looking at other options. Did you? There's nothing. I was going to ask. That was my next question. There's satellite, okay? Exceed uh, satellite internet. Uh, um, you We wouldn't be able to get... The the caps are really low for the, like, like there's an unlimited one. Uh, and, like, past a certain hour at night, you can use as much data as you want. Like, come on. It's, it's 2014. Um, I guess the latency is really bad on that, too, so don't plan oh, on playing any online gaming. Uh, it's fine for downloading stuff. Netflix would probably be fine. But, you know, if you're streaming HD Netflix, you're using a lot of data. It's about 2 gigabytes an hour uh, for for streaming in HD. Mm. So, you know, you can scratch that off your list. But Do you follow Will Wheaton? Yeah. He, uh, he had a funny tweet. He said, breaking news, Comcast and Time Warner merging to create bigger, shittier Monopoly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I don't see anything good coming of that, but... I'm also a pessimist when it comes to that sort of stuff. So, Corey, thoughts? Comcast, Time Warner? Whatever. I've given up on fighting this stuff. Yeah. I'll cancel my internet, though. Um, it's going to do what it's going to do. It's just the way it is. Yeah. I don't think I have the balls to cancel my internet, Dan. I do. I will have internet of some sort. It would probably be like I would probably get maybe a, a Ting or a T-Mobile mobile hotspot uh, so I could, you know connect to twitter and stuff you wouldn't be able to watch netflix or anything like that on it but i don't think i could do it enough to connect to the internet um i will say i i guess i i gather that i'm very fortunate to have optimum online because uh-huh. i was on the new york city reddit and they were talking about this um and everybody was saying how happy they are with optimum and i guess people in manhattan can't get optimum yeah uh and they're stuck with shitty time warner or comcast so yeah sucks to be them i guess yeah. God, it pisses me off. We should just have options, right? Yeah, you know. I I'm, I'm going to start tw- I, tweeting Google Google Fiber every day, saying, "Hey." I did find out why that happens, though. Why there's uh, a monopoly? Yeah. Um, because the like like in Newark Valley, uh-huh. um, for example, it's not worth it for ISPs to put up their you know their their lines to right. get high speed uh internet there right so the only way they do it is by signing an agreement with the municipality saying they can have a monopoly over the market right which that's why municipalities do it i i'm baffled as to why that's not illegal i i don't know baffled I don't know. Because but without because that happening, I mean, there wouldn't even be high speed internet in Newark Valley. No, I know, but Newark Valley, like I, I we live in the Binghamton area. There's 250 thousand people in the greater the Binghamton greater metropolitan area. You know, that's yeah. th- there, there should be more options than just Time Warner cable or satellite. Right. You know, or DSL. I we, I could get DSL, but I don't I don't want to pay forty bucks for three megs down and half a meg up. You know. I don't blame you. So, meh. Whatever. It's bullshit. What can you do? 
Something Nothing. give. Huh? Something's got to give. Yeah, our economy's going to give because our internet's <laughs> not good enough for us to compete with the rest of the world in, in, in IT stuff. It's time for a revolution, man. Yeah. Let's revolt. <laughs> nah, I'm too lazy. I would. I'm, if you want to get it started, I'll back you up, I'm Corey. just going to complain about everything is, is what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you, Dan. <laughs> if you think I'm going to do something about it, you got another thing coming. No. That's why it's called a slacktivist. <laughs> That's a great term. I wish I could say I came up with it, but oh, I didn't. That's it's great. It's the term for someone like me is a slacktivist. I love it. So. I love that. Yeah. Okay, any other thoughts? Corey? No. <laughs> All right. No. We'll just end on that depressing note. Will, what do you got? I've got nothing. Okay. You didn't have much input this episode, huh? Dang, he's busy no, maintaining his I, record. Well, I didn't think I was going to be on it because of the weather. Right. Uh, so I didn't prepare a whole lot. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Sounds good. All right. Uh, yeah, well, that'll do it for episode 134 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Merrick. Will. And Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.